crazy, disruptive, explicit. We say it like it is. Real world sales and marketing. Real stories from the road. Yeah, it's the real shit. This is the Recapic Podcast. It's 4,000 degrees outside. Not in the, uh, the, the hopefully offerpad.com studios. Brought to you by Offerpad. We need to come up with We some. should just start calling it that and then back bill them for yeah. it and see if they'll just pay for it. Do they have a catchphrase? No. Offerpad. I've seen their, they have two new commercials coming out that are fucking awesome, though, with Kevin Harvick in it. it it's, or not Kevin, or, uh, oh, shit. Now we're going to cut that out. What did you do? You ruined gonna, it. Yeah. No. Um, they're like, that's brilliant. <laughs> we're going to pay you a finder's fee. They have a brilliant commercial yeah. with somebody named Kevin in it. Nope. 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 It's somebody not. Named, it's not. It's brilliant commercial without a guy named Kevin. Number 11. <laughs> a NASCAR guy? Yeah. Um, number one racer right now. It's, oh my God. I know who you're talking about. I can picture him. I can picture his car. It doesn't do any good on a fucking podcast. No, so it doesn't. It him. doesn't do any good at all. This is where things go awry. This is how we don't get sponsors. Yeah. Rubbing his race. Anyways, we'll get we'll give it Denny Hamlin. Uh, Jesus yeah. Christ. I was, I Denny was, Hamlin. I went to a race. I didn't get to meet him or anything, but I did get to hang out with Joe Gibbs. <laughs> that's a pretty in big the offer pad suite. Name in drop. Phoenix. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. He looked right at me when he was giving his motivational speeches because I think he was kind of feeding off my yeah my off vibe. your vibe. Uh, speaking of your vibe, what's your name again? I am Trevor Brown. Oh, hey. And you are my lovely co-host. Yeah. I'm the prettiest person in here. Oh. Well, actually, that's not true. Oh, Mike's pretty pretty. Yeah. He wins. I default. Anyway. My name's Jody, and uh, this is the Wreak Havoc Podcast. Who's your creepy friend in the corner? Welcome. Um, most of the time when that question is asked, it's an embarrassing <laughs> answer. This time, it's not. Um, with us today is Mike. Do you like Mike or Michael? Mike's great. Okay, because I don't know if, if you. We I say don't know Michael, if, are you in trouble? Is that like a Michael? Yeah. Like what's your middle name? Can we like address you like Joseph? If, if you want, like I'm Michael Joseph Francis. Yeah, I, I did something wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm some trouble. My first name is really Joseph. Not many people know that. Oh, is it Joseph with know. an I? No, it's Joseph with an F. Yeah, that you know what that is? Where do you get scary? Yeah, and it's a family nickname. It's a really long story. I'm named after a purse. It is what it is. It can't get any better. Literally can't. No. Than that. It's a true story. Do you want to, you want to hear this story? This is a funny story. I'm named, my, my real name is Joseph with an F. And I always thought it was Russian because Joseph Stalin. I mean, that's a name drop, but his was with an F. That's a strong Russian name. He was a creep. <laughs> but I figured he was Russian. So I asked my grandmother. My grandmother was from Georgia. And she was the sweetest woman that ever like lived. The state or the country, right? Because uh, we are state. talking. I know the international state. now. She was from Georgia, the state in the United States of America. Yeah, I think. I think. And I know she that talked is. like this. She sounded like a little Southern belle. And she went, oh, Jody. And so I asked her one time. We called her Grandmommy. God rest her soul. I said, Grandmommy, where where did Joseph come from with the F? Because that's my dad's middle name. She said, oh, well, Jody, I was shopping one day and I was looking in the window and there was this purse and it had this label on it with Joseph with an F and I just liked the way it looked. <laughs> and I was like, what? Fucking go with your gut, Grandma. I'm named, go, yeah. I'm named after a person. Man. Well, honey, you're not named after a person, just the spelling. So that's it's a little, little peek behind the curtain. It is. Of my life. Speaking of peeks behind the curtain, 
We got yes. a good one. Yeah, we have a really, really good. So, um, have you ever heard of Payette Brewing? I have. Yeah, I have. Too. Best You've beer in the it? world. You've heard of it. Um, it's a little brewery that does some incredible beers. Um, used to be little. Used to be little. Not so little anymore. Not so little anymore. Um, do you want to tell us like a like a little bit of a story about a brewery named Payette Brewing? Yeah, I can tell you a few stories. <laughs> where, where do I begin? Well, so let's At back the up a little bit. Back in the day. <laughs> you, have uh, to talk, you have to talk like this. Well, you know, it goes back to high school when I started drinking Keystone Light. Yeah. Um, Great we fast, beer. We can fast forward a few years to college <laughs> where I was still drinking Keystone Light. <laughs> <laughs> At least at this point in time, I was buying it legally, maybe. Mostly, um, mostly. I don't know. Or at least for part of college. Paying, <laughs> paying somebody that was legal to kind of subbing it out. Yeah. No, that was at the uh, University of Washington, correct? Yes, University of Washington. Go Huskies. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, this is a Broncos plug. podcast. Is that a, uh, no, no. Uh, no, no. We, we love everybody. Okay. Yeah. We, we like Coach Pete, too, so you kind of, you kind of become a... We are a UW podcast yeah, but he, of love. He, he left me too. So I know. He broke up with all of us <laughs> at some point. Left us. A, okay. No, I. Maybe we could get him on. Yeah. You never know. It's a school that I, I'm. I you know. There's a a dad of a junior in high school football and lacrosse player. I would gladly take a scholarship from University of Washington. I think it'd be a great place. Nice plug. Thank you. Just really in case fun. someone's listening. Yeah. That's what we call a right turn. Sorry. Anyways, back there. You're in college drinking Keystone Light. Yeah, and uh, trying to get your son a scholarship. Right, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I was in school to be an engineer because that's what made sense, I think, at the time. And uh, you know, about junior year, I decided I didn't want to be an engineer, but I wasn't going to stop. And school's too expensive to change course that late. <laughs> yeah. um, to pivot, as it were. You know, I I, I tried. I, I I brought it up to my parents, and they just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so if I go for five or six years, they're like, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> you better be a doctor, uh, son. <laughs> no, and I, I graduated uh, as an industrial engineer and actually got a job offer as I was leaving my last final. So I accepted it because I didn't know what the else I was supposed to do. I just, I just finished college. I this like, is hey, easy. That's the next step. Woo. You go to college, uh, you get a job. It's awesome. Done. Yeah, so I started working in Boeing as an engineer. Um Heard of them. Yeah, they they made, make airplanes. A little company you may know that makes aeroplanes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm really glad I haven't been there in the last few years because they've had a little bit of a issues. rough go. Uh, <laughs> I spent some time helping build 737, so I, I know nothing about their current issues. But uh, <laughs> if you track it back, <laughs> what's the redundancy? Well, let's, the see, let's, let's do the math. <laughs> I left there, uh, you know. When we're, what's I'm the not even going to bring plane? that up. Uh, like, <laughs> See the wheels turning. There's like smoke coming out of his ears right now. He's like, uh, about it. I didn't put I did those a, two together. I did more stuff on landing gear than like avionics, so I don't know. Never mind. I, I, I never. I'm I'm so- I never worked at Boeing. I never worked at Boeing. <laughs> it was a different company called uh, Boys Bozing. Bozing is different. Uh, Acme Airlines. <laughs> yeah. How so long I, did you do I, that? Was, uh, I was at Boeing for two and a half years. Um, good year of that. I had every intention to leave. Um, sometimes actually probably more than that, uh, but you got to build up to it. <laughs> well, really, and I, I say that, and I, I decided I wanted to become a brewer and I had, uh, I'd put in a deposit for brewing school, but it wasn't for a year later. So I, what was it? Stayed that, at Boeing that to made you want to do that though. Like there's the engineer and then there's the, you could call it a brewing engineer if you want. What I mean, was, there's, there's a lot of science in brewing, but it, there's uh, a ton, but like, what was the thing that you're like, I want to go do that. 
I mean, if I'm really being honest, I miss miss college. I had to go to work every day. Well, yeah, there is. And like, I was living with in a glorified frat house with five other guys, and three of them were in school. I was I had to be at work at six a.m. That's mm. really hard. And to they do. were like drinking till six a.m. <laughs> on a on a Thursday night or something, and <laughs> or Friday morning, and mediocre beer. Uh, and you're like, I can improve their life. No, you're you're twenty two to twenty five year old working a job right out of college. It sucks. I mean. In hindsight, it really wasn't that bad. It was just being an adult. But mm-hmm. you know, adulting sucks. Like yeah, waking I still up, don't like going it. to going to work. <laughs> this just like, in. <laughs> you know. Adulting sucks. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. As I look back, I was like, wow, that was actually a really good job. I quit, but uh, you know, <laughs> at the time, I was like, oh, this is lame. Uh, but you know, working there, it was. Uh, I'd say I'd give some. Ins- I'd say some inspiration was my coworkers because when I started working, I was uh, my closest coworker was twice my age at least. Um, and as anyone who's worked jobs, you know, you just complain a lot when you're working. Um, (laughs) and so I heard a lot of complaints about how they wish they'd done things when they were younger. And I was like, you listened. I was like, well, shit, I got a dog. It's like my only responsibility. Uh, and dogs are resilient, you know, they they don't need much, you know, take them on a run and food and all that. And (laughs) I say that I didn't, my dogs are the best. Uh, so I'm telling you, they're good. I love dogs. I love dogs. We love dogs. Dear ESPCA. We used to have a podcast dog. She what doesn't get to come in here anymore. So. No, she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Makes too much fucking noise. Well, yeah. It's all right. Continue. Yeah, well, I decided, that, like, well, what better time than when you're 25 with no responsibilities to quit your job? Because you can always get another get, one. Get another job. Yep. Yeah, I was like, well, what's the worst thing that can happen? I, I have an engineering degree, and I have experience at Boeing. I could maybe get that's a job. A, that's like, a maybe a I could get a job resume. there again. So, yeah. I mean, that's, maybe not, but. Right now, they probably wouldn't hire me. Uh, at least not, not to do what I did. Yeah. yeah, not after this podcast. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, <laughs> oh, we remember him. So you did have like a year where you were like, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna work this job, but you had you had an exit plan. There was a. Oh yeah, I mean, if, if you I'm, knew, I, if we're gonna open it, the like a, here a it wasn't bit, a it was one a, day like all of a sudden you're like, fuck this place, I'm out. <laughs> well, no, I better yeah. go to brewer school. He got he got naked, got in the elevator, and he's like. I'm out. Elevator. Why do you get naked? Because he's not going to go back. He's not. He, he didn't have elevators. It was, well, then uh, you just walked right through the floor no. naked. That's an ocean violation. I mean, the, the worst part about Boeing really was my, my parking. Well, I didn't have a parking spot, but the parking lot mm. was a mile from my desk. A Jesus. mile? Yeah. That's did, how big this place was. And, and, you know, you had to be like a manager to have a parking pass. Just how, did they have like close. a shuttle or did I you just have to walk? walk? You had to walk half a my mile? Commu- half my commute was walking to my desk. Jesus. <laughs> you know, five thirty in the morning. There's no traffic, but you know, you park and you're like, "Shit, I got twenty more minutes to walk," or I don't know, maybe, maybe not that long. You should walk faster. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't like your job. You walk real slow. <laughs> you walk, you're like, okay, I need to be there at six. I wore out I another pair of shoes <laughs> because I dragged them so much. Uh, so I, you I know it was a mile because <laughs> I was there when uh, the machinist union went on strike, and I had to work still, so I had very. I'd think of things to do, and one of it was find out how far away I park. Mm. And so when ha- you know half the the whole thing shut down because everyone's on strike, and I still had to park a mile away. They wouldn't even <laughs> let me have the <laughs> close parking close spots. Like, yeah, those lame. guys are on strike. Like, come on, let me take their did spots. They, did they get them uh, back as part of the negotiation? I don't know. They had uh, they had seniority or what? I don't know what he stupid. Yeah, I'm glad place. you're gone. That's, that, that's why you know. I that's said, why you, know, you I'm, left. I'm out of the corporate life. Yeah. You know? it's like fuck this. I'm gonna start a beer company. I'm out. I don't want to walk a mile. So you go to brewing school. Yeah. You go By the through. way, didn't even know that was a thing. I'll I be honest. 
I yeah, they don't tell you that in high school. Didn't no, know, uh, bro. Yeah, there'd probably be, there'd be a lot more kids coming out. Yeah. I uh, did one of those tests where they're like, "There's your aptitude, whatever." I'm like you're going to be a podiatrist. And if there was Google at that time, I would have looked it up because I was like, "What the hell is a podiatrist?" I was about to ask. Yeah, the feet. I'm yeah. like, how does my skill set li- align with a podiatrist? To me, that is still a mystery. I don't that understand. Sounds like an entire podcast, you guys. It is. It's the mystery of the and mystery. Mystery. Wait, hold on a second. It's the mystery of the podiatrist. That sounds really good, actually. Yeah, I I'm, might listen. I'm to that gonna podcast. be sick that day. What? Yeah, I don't think so. Like What's there. wrong with you? I like talking more about beer than feet. Versus feet? Yeah. Okay, I, I grant you that. Let me go on that one. Proceed. Um, yeah, so brewing school. school, which was where was that in Seattle? Chicago. Too? Oh, Chicago. That seems like a town. That seems like a town that would have a brewing school. It does. Is there like an elite? Like, I mean, is there? I mean, like with every other the school, Yale of brewing schools. Like, I mean, I like to think so. Harvard of brewing schools. Or some would argue there's other places that are more elite, but we don't need to bring those places oh. up. So, what was um, your place? It's called the Siebel Institute. That oh, does sound um, fancy. Does. Was uh, that is that like a so are you an alumni of that then? They're like an alumni association for that or do you have a t shirt? I bet you they have uh, killer have tailgate parties. Maybe uh, a koozie. <laughs> yeah, you know, I see people at like conventions and, and beer like, festivals, so you know. That's awesome. Although beer conventions are like mascot? To I the brewers. don't think so. <laughs> it's the brewers. We had a bar. Uh it's the beer dwarf. Mm. Yours truly. Yep. So how long is beer school? Uh, about three months. So I equate it to, um, it's like elementary school for adults. Hmm. And, the, you know, there's about 30, 35 people in the class. Do you make a necklace out of Fruit Loops? No, but you probably make it, that, out, of, you probably make it out of pretzels if you're in beer. Yeah. I mean, that's oh, a, good mm-hmm. point. You know, good beer point. fest guys do that stuff. You can see that. Think um, about that. That's brilliant. Obviously, yeah, you're, you're, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just took the basic intro. <laughs> intro to beer. I didn't get that. I was not that advanced. Like, you don't get the pretzel necklace, boy. That's, the, that's like a three hundred level class. Right is there, there. A, is there like levels to beer school? Like, is there? I mean, is there a there's masters a lot of, courses. of beer? Is I mean, there there's a masters of beer school. Uh, yeah, I just I got my what they said associates in brewing technology. Uh-huh. You can get a masters, or I don't know if it's like accredited, a bro- stuff, like a brew but, master. What would it? Yeah, what's the name? What would be the name of that? You get uh, a title, master. I mean, I don't. Can you, I don't have can a you title. get a doctorate yeah. in that? Probably not. Doc, beer How doctor. great would that, Doctor Beer? I mean, people have written PhDs, dissertations on I don't know some science. I How didn't great would that be? That'd be awesome. I'm just that's back to uh, that's back to being like a more of a. I could see I, that you you get to where you're a trade. I mean, any trade we talk about it all the time. Like right. you, you get to be. The fucking top of anything. I like my son. I've talked about my son. My son story. is academically like super genius, smart kid, very athletic. All this stuff. He wants to be a welder. That's all he wants. He wants to weld. Correct like that. His that thing, right? Amend that. That's not accurate. He wants to own a mobile welding right, company. Yeah. No, yeah, he's got a he's got a business mind. So he's, he's gonna got make a money mind. doing it. But like it, 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 you know, but it's kind of a trade school type thing, right? Like beer school. Like it's like okay, Everybody's be the best be at beer school. You're still gonna, you know, there's still gonna be good and bad of that, whether and how deep you get into it and stuff. So, you, are you required to go to beer school? To no, no, it's, you just uh, did that because that was you just wanted to learn more. Was yeah, I'm an, engin- I'm an engineer. Because he's an engineer. So, you know, yeah. you gotta like, I gotta know all the <laughs> science. I'm like, I like if I don't, if I don't get someone doesn't teach me this way, like the science, I don't. And then I sit there and they teach, start talking to organic chemistry. I'm like, why did I come here? <laughs> this is my the worst. Life. 
Uh, I'm sorry. Did you yeah. ever homebrew before beer school? Like yeah, I'd been homebrewing for a handful okay. of years. Okay. And, so you know, I was getting into it and like reading a lot about oh, it. Okay. And I just was like, I want to know the science. And I equate it to like like a chef, like culinary school. Yeah. yeah. Or not, yeah. where like, you know, there's James Beard chefs out there that went to culinary school and there's ones that just learned on the job. Right. And brewing's the same way. You could be a tremendous brewer and you can go to school for it and learn all the science or you can just learn on the job and be just as good or better. And Radio, so it's a, same thing. You can yeah. go to broadcast school, or you can just get a job as a junior or a senior in high school. Or you can start a podcast, and then you're yeah. basically you like famous, professionals. Like Super geniuses. I mean, 10 million listeners. At least. I'm pretty sure I saw it like number one on the yeah. podcast chart. Yep. Yep. For, Thanks for listening to the Recapping um, Podcast. Well, brought to you by Offerpad. When Pat. we're not on, people listen to Joe Rogan, but other than that, yeah. When but he's so long-winded. Yeah. We keep it shorter. Yeah. Shout out, Joe. It's cool. Shout so you yeah. just want like a short version of his check. Yeah. Just yeah, I'll take I'll take ten percent. Maybe hey Spotify, if you want to sign us to a contract, we'll take it. We'll, we're we're very easy to work with. We're interested. I'm very easy. Period. Yeah, so, yeah. Offer pad, you're still in. <laughs> Not that I mean. So, back to make around a- that, we some buddies of ours from high school um, own a company out of Phoenix, Arizona called Offerpad, and they have kind of hit it big, and um, they actually just went public here. They. About a three months, months ago. ago, yeah, three months ago, two yeah. or three months ago, they went public and like for, they're now in the B's now, not the M's. They're in the B's now, and uh, it's pretty. It's pretty, pretty awesome. amazing. Yeah, for, well, they for, they sponsor for a, couple, a NASCAR team. Yeah, they had a they the number a, one NASCAR driver in NASCAR. A bowl they, game. They they're like, his. yeah, brought to you by Offerpad. It's cool. Well, if they're listening, like I've never heard of them, and now I have because of this podcast. So I think like obviously Case you guys work. I need their tagline. Brought to you by Offerpad. I'm telling you, Voon. I know Voon's listening. Voon, <laughs> did you hear that? Bry guy, Bry. I want to go home and Google so yeah. I know who uh, what, see, what they are. Bry guy, I'm your number one salesman. Let's go. Let's get this thing put together. So, anyway, I'm they, googling right now. Okay, do it to find their. I should. I could text <laughs> the them. The internet is so slow. Is this we're a lead case box? Well, we're a mile away. <laughs> is this a lead cased podcast studio? Yes, we are. The good news is EMPs take no effect. So how did you? How fast you come out of beer school? You just go right into pay it. It's like pay uh, it not, not quite. I uh, that was like my goal, my plan the whole time was pay it brewing. Um, and you knew the name. That was so. Oh yeah. You knew the name before? Well, let's go uh, before back. I even to, went to, is this, so when did the notebook whoa, come into this? Whoa, whoa. Oh, notebook. Up. I think the first date hold on, hold on. was like 2007. Back up, back up, back up. You knew the name yeah. before anything started. I mean, I was homebrewing, but I hadn't gone to, I was still working at Boeing. Was there like a prophetic dream that you had? Like, it's from, because from, you're a kayaker, right? You go kayaking yeah. and stuff. So I mean, well, I mean, the dream, like, I, I read a book about, Guy who started a brewery, and I was like, "That that sounds fun. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna be that guy." I mean, that that's like oversimplifying the story, but yeah, that's basically. I was like, "This is a cool book. It sounds fun. Let's do that." Shout out to the book. Yeah, what was the book? Uh, it's called "Brewing Up a Business" by <laughs> Sam Calcioni, Dogfish Head Brewery. If you've heard of them, oh yeah, yeah. okay. You, that, like, how much money do you get off if you if you name drop like that? I'm telling you, I mean, because they got they got bought another, by they got bought another by Sam Adams, so that's like it's pretty good. Know, another sponsorship opportunity there for uh, us. Yeah, I'm sure. Like of the nine thousand breweries in this country, I bet like eight thousand of those started from reading this book. Wow! So, so he's um, the he's the Godfather kind of. He's kind of a, kind of a big deal. So if um, you so because we going back to like when we really I mean 
First of all, shout out to our GF Wires. Mike's at GF Wires. So yeah. that's where we all met was at GFY and, and he's he's in tight. Some of your some of our GF Wires have are, are investors in the company, right? Originally, yeah. you know, original members or whatever you want to call them. Um, so now they're millionaires now, you know, <laughs> off of their investment, I'm sure. Yeah, that's cool because I'm not. <laughs> like, well, I missed they, that memo. At least they've drinking millions and millions of exactly. beers. Let's put it that way. Hey, so, compensation comes in many ways. Right. Let's be honest. So, but but uh, we saw one of your posts on Facebook where you you just had your 10-year anniversary and you posted a picture of the original notebook basically where you started sketching out what you were doing. So, and it was just cool because we've talked about that on previous podcasts, like having that idea. I mean, my, my screensaver literally on my phone says ideas are shit without execution. Like it's, it's all about, it's like what we talk about all the time. You got to sit down, you got to come up with an idea, you got to pencil it out and then go fucking do it. You got to execute it. Right? But the plan went like you, you wrote out the plan and then it just worked out in perfection and you're just like, ta-da, I'm here. Right? Oh yeah, right. Easy. Yeah, easy. Not, no I deal. knew it. I mean, I, I, magic. I, I, this is like all I do is sit in people's <laughs> houses and drink, and, drink and, and like, do podcasts. That's all you do. And then awesome. you just talk about it enough that. Uh, like, yeah. Well, yeah, it actually worked. Really Run well. home, oh. check your bank account. Yep, more money. Okay, this is all. This is how it goes. When did the? Works. When was that? So that po that picture you posted. When was that? Where does that notebook fall in? Uh, the picture, I, I don't know exactly, but when I opened the notebook, I think it was 2007 was the first, because I was actually smart enough to put dates down there and like mm, put a date down. I'm like, wow. That's, wow. Um, you know, because you didn't have like, I, I think I had a flip phone still in 2007. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, which is not that crazy when you think about 2007. Was, it's like when the iPhone came out. And it, right. You know, yeah. What the hell is that? Yeah. Um, so you had to write things down, not just like I have notes in my I, my phone now that. Tells so me did you draw that out before beer school then, you said? I think, or maybe, maybe during, or yeah. like, that okay. was just like my notebook that I just, if I had an idea about something, like, as I flipped through that, there's some stupid ideas, there's some, <laughs> you know. What was the stupidest idea that you had? Well, I don't know, I just, I like glossed over them, like, when I was looking through it on that post, I was like, I But you're laughed. like, but I, I can't even like think of them because I'd be like, oh just, my um, God, ooh. that would never work. What was I thinking? And then, well, wait I think it was, Cheeto I mean, favorite flavored <laughs> beer. Everyone loves Cheetos. Everyone loves beer. Cheeto flavored beer. Flaming yeah. so, hot Cheetos? One of his ideas. Oh, mm. Yeah. Same. This could be a thing. We could invent it. It's probably disgusting. It's probably. probably. Actually, it's probably been done. I mean, you guys aren't like... I mean, I know you guys like beer. We might not. It's not new like, under in the, the, in the People do some weird shit in the beer industry. What is the weirdest beer that you've come across? Uh, well, actually, while I was in Bruin School, that he bought us a, a pizza beer pizza to try. Beer? Like we did, we taste every week on I think Fridays. We do styles tasting, taste different styles, and uh, he went and bought a pizza beer. And and this is like people do weird, even how, weirder stuff. But, how do you even? Oh, it's disgusting. And the whole the, his the whole point with the guy who <laughs> the our. Professor, teacher, I don't even know if he wasn't a professor. But call teacher, professor. something. Should, Instructor. Mentor. Uh, <laughs> well, that, that's where, I mean, I took a good lesson from this. It's just, cause you, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. Oh. And that was an example. It's like, just because you can make a beer taste like pizza doesn't mean you should make a beer taste like pizza. We've said it before. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. That's, ladies and gentlemen, mark that off on your bingo card. Yeah. Yep. We do it all the time. That was good. But... They can, so they they did it. Pizza beer, gross. Not a hot seller. Probably not. No. Yeah, so I I, I don't know about dumb ideas. There's, more than anything, when I look back, it's how little I knew about the beer industry. Mm -hmm. And 
you think like, oh, I just do this, and then you're like, wow, there's forgot about there's like distributors and like retailers and chains. And what was what was your again. first aha moment slash lesson where you're like, oh, huh, something that was a game changer for you? Uh, man, I don't know. That's I know. This is where we I get mean, the, the problem. We ask some hard questions. You're sitting here. I mean, I know you can edit, but I like probably have like a five minute pause here. Be like reading. Not sure. So as as your buffering every day, as you're buffering. So let's talk about kind of the the genesis of Pay It Brewing started 2007 ish, and then kind of walk us through a little bit of the timeline of the last what is that 14 years? Is that right? No. Yeah. Yeah. Was the first look is the one down off of Chinden? Was that your first location or was that yeah. a, okay. that was the first spot? That was the first spot. Um, so timeline. So I was in brewing school in 2009. So um, not quite 14 years. Well, I mean, I had Something. the idea before then. Right. Like, okay. you know, 2009, like January is when I started. Uh, then went back to Seattle, worked at a brewery there for, I don't know, six months, four months, five months. Enough to enough time to make me think to I glean, knew everything. I'm like, oh, I got, stuff, I got yeah. this. Like, I got everything figured out. And then like, no, I don't know. Um, <laughs> again, it's, it's all about just being dumb enough to not know what you don't know. It's an art form. Um, yeah. Like, oh, I, I, I totally understand how to do all this. And then you, 10 years later, and wow, I was a moron back then. But it's I was, called, again, it's called I was, perspective. You know, Maturity is a beautiful thing. Fake it till you make it, right? Amen. Still faking it. So yeah. you're doing a great job. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, yeah, and this would be fall 2009. I moved back to Boise to start the brewery. Uh, and then we opened in May of 2011. Okay. Some ways that took longer than I expected. Other times it didn't, but, you know. I had a great job. If you want to, you want to pivot a little bit here. Yeah, um, pivot. I didn't want to get a real job. Well, that sounds insulting to the job I had. because they're. <laughs> nah, like, I'm um, with you. I'm with you. It's all content. I, I didn't want a, a, a job. I, I had a, a set schedule. Right. So I became a substitute teacher. Mm. Oh my um, God. I bet you were the best substitute teacher ever. What did you I teach? Mean, the teachers, the, the teacher probably thought I sucked, but the kids, that's irrelevant. I was like, I was like 26 years old. I'm like, God, I'm, kids would drop. That's what she said. Jokes. And I'd start laughing. I'm like, I'm supposed <laughs> to be the authority figure here. And <laughs> I'm like, laughing at their yeah, jokes. That's a good one. Um, As a, uh, yeah, no one's, I don't want to insult substitute teachers cause it's a thankless no. job. And, um, I mostly did junior high and junior high kids are, um, that's they're tough. really awesome. They're really just like the most well-behaved and not trying to, you know, one up each other. And, uh, mm. which, where did you teach exactly? I disagree. I know. I, I, uh, I actually don't have a junior high audience. Junior high kids are little shits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you, high school you, kids were easy. They don't like, they don't care about substitute teacher. They're just going to chill and like do their own thing. But junior high kids oh, that, are it's, like, it's like a challenge. Oh yeah. They're like, the gauntlet's been laid. Let's do mess with this punks, teacher. But oh. I taught math a lot, which was. Did and you? I, and I, actually, I taught at North Junior High, where I went to junior high. So I had like some of my oh. same teachers I was substituting for. And they're How like, was oh, that? You're good at math. You should teach this. And I'm like, this is horrible. Like, what is, what is, what is this? Oh, my God. I have to sit there and like relearn it going, I, I took algebra. I mean, yeah, I, took, I, don't what, I took some crazier math in college, but <laughs> back when I took algebra, they're like, you never have a calculator in your pocket. And I'm like, bullshit. Look at my iPhone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> check it out. Mm-hmm. Let me show you how this works now. You don't need to know this, but I didn't tell them that. I was like, yeah, you definitely need to know this. Hey, You're going to need this in college. Trust me. Teach resources. Be resourceful, children. So you have your temp job. Yeah, so I was a substitute teacher so I could work when I needed to, and if I needed to do something else, I wouldn't work. That's brilliant. Um, yeah, it was great. 
And somehow, at least, I don't know if it's this way anymore, but they'd let anyone with a college degree be a substitute teacher. That, so. I believe, is still true. Um, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, I guess you need substitute teachers. because Well, again, and you can't be a sex offender. A, that's apparently that's a rule. I, I don't even know. I was if that's a substitute teacher, so I'm just leave it at that. Like I'm good. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's pretty loose on that one too. It's a little iffy. Yeah. No. <laughs> you can't attend any prison time. <laughs> you can't be a convicted felon. I don't know what the exact requirements. I'm trying to are. find a picture. I have an actual picture. I'm trying to go back and I'm gonna find this. What are you looking for? A picture, picture of me. what? I have a picture of the first time I ever went to pay at brewing. You do? Because hmm? I, I think it was a. Uh, it was. Uh, I think your first canning party. You can't like, oh, like I'm pretty sure it was your first canning party. Like you had a party for your first canning. We probably did that. I mean, you're in the beer industry. You just have all you have every day is a reason to party. Like, well, what are we gonna party about today? First time we did this, we party. party. So what? Um, Yeah, let's let's get into that a little bit. So some of the first timer things. Like, what were some of those milestones that? Let's actually let's back up just a little bit. This started in a, as an idea. For those that are not familiar with how successful you are now, not blowing smoke, talk a little bit about, we've got a little bit of the picture of this started as an idea, started as a thing in a notebook, brewing school. Talk a little bit about how successful are you now? How, what do you guys do? I mean, there's a bunch of different metrics to define that, right? But I mean, we make beer. But uh, how much beer? We make like... I think last year was like 8,000 barrels of beer. So, I mean, it's like, it's small, but it's big, but it's small. I mean, it's like a drop in the bucket compared to some of these big brewers. But, you you know. But distributor-wise, I mean, you're in, where are you at? Where can I find I think we're in like, I should know this, but like seven states or so. Idaho and (laughs) and, and in some capacity, every state we touch, plus Colorado, because we don't touch Colorado. And we're actually, we're in California too, a little bit. Pick like the weird spot. that, That sounds bad to places, but. You know, we're in California, in Susanville, California. Of all places in California, you're like, you know, let's go to Susanville first. Mm, um, yeah. That is, did you it's know someone Mecca. named Susan? It's a hot spot. No, but it's our distributor in Elko, which is also the hot spot of Nevada. I love El- Elko. I, is? Elko. Well, have you been to Elko? Elko's a fun time. Not recently. Uh, yeah, Red Line Casino, killer. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, we should do a podcast down there. We should probably go on. The I mean, the Red Line Hotel, like the ones in the, they have a casino in the Elko one. It's awesome. The Red Line. I mean, I don't know about awesome. Yeah, it's, yeah. No, we, yeah, they're in. I mean, it's not like Vegas casinos, but it's like an better. El- an it's Elko better. casino. It's, it's pretty awesome. close. It's small town pretty awesome close. is what it is. Hey, you get to go to a lot of cool places and that you would maybe otherwise think aren't awesome. And then you're like, wow, this, this town is this is really cool. Like Elko. They got some great Basque food down there. Yeah. In Elko? Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's, Boise's it's got some huge. great Basque food too, but you know, I was, I would I was not, shocked. Dude. I it did not awesome. think there were, like, is that it's another big, little Basque yeah. hotspot? Oh, yeah. Big time. It is? How did I not know that? Yeah, Elko's a big one. Well, I'm not Basque. But, yeah, yeah we're, I so I don't know. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm probably as ADD as you guys are. Right, yeah, uh, I know. We're taking, so but we're we're not, not, yeah. think right about turn. this, though. Like you said, so if you would have told yourself, like you come out of brewing school, like d- even day one, just say opening up the, the first location and someone's like, oh, yeah, you're going to do, what'd you say, how many cases? 8,000 barrels. barrels. If they would have told you that day, you're going to do 8,000 barrels. What would you even like? Are you fucking out of your mind? Like, no would have been like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I love that. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm, count me in. I'm, let's do so it. So, can you give us an idea? So, a barrel is how many gallons? 31. 31 gallons. So, what does that equate to in terms of cans? How much of it goes into cans? How much of it goes? Like, get a little bit. I want some oh, okay. engineer uh, nerd. You know, give me some engineer nerd. Well, I don't know. I have to pull my calculator out. Uh, no, so, a barrel is uh, so your standard keg mm-hmm. is a half barrel. 
So okay. 15 and a half gallons. Uh, so that's a half barrel. So it'll be 16,000 of those. Jesus. Um, that's a lot. A barrel is about 14 cases, a little less than that. So, I don't know, 14 times 8, though, that's, I don't know. That's a lot. You got you got your phone up for any He's got his phone up. So, yeah. and, and you guys are in, what do you say, seven states? Seven or eight, now. Nah, you have know. a kick-ass facility where you do a lot of this stuff right down by the Boise River. It is absolutely gorgeous. How many square feet? Like, it's, uh, it's a building. It's a 32,000 square foot building and about, let's see, 22 of that's production space. And so, then, now, now put that in context. The, the place where you started, how many square feet was that? Uh, maybe 10. Okay. Maybe. So we're painting a picture, right? It's starting. It's, oh yeah. It's podcasting. Yeah. We we got some happy trees. We got some happy trees. We're painting this picture of this idea that started in a notebook turns into 10,000 square foot of production space with a, with a, a a smallish quote drinking area. Right. Then you had an idea. This is not big enough. You're growing fast. So you start looking for opportunities to expand. What's that like? What's that experience like? Uh, that was probably one of those fun experiences. Kind of like, you know, we, we need new space. What are we going to do? And met with some different developers, like met with real estate guys, just like, what's my ideas? And uh, one of the developers came to us with the idea of uh, our current location. And it was originally built as an athletic club. So it's kind of at first, it was like, this is kind of a crazy idea. You got to... It's what we like. Uh, Got an old basketball court, old racquetball court, swimming pool, all that, and then, you know, get a floor plan, start doing some drawing. You go, wow, did this, this is gonna you work. Still, like, there's still existing racquetball courts, right? Like, I mean, to a, like, yeah, you, I mean, the, you can't play racquetball, but the walls right, are still but the, yeah. load bearing. We found out like after we got going, <laughs> they are because I remember like a, taking oh. the first tour when you guys moved into the first, you know, moved in there and you took us around and we're showing us around. And you're like, yeah, this is the. A racquetball court, like like literally, you it's got still barrels a racquetball court. <laughs> yeah, like this was a fucking racket. I mean, you can still see that it was a racquetball court. I mean, it obviously doesn't oh, look yeah. like a racquetball. Court, oh, and you I mean, you're you're you construction. You know, yeah, the, yeah. It's a weird building. The middle is all metal fab building. The outside's yep. all concrete tilt. And you're like, why? Yeah. You can't take that wall down. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, everything else comes down. So I had to kind of like <laughs> fix some things where you know we thought it was all metal fab building, and then you know. Worked out okay. Turns out. Um, Surprise! Yeah. I mean, our, our tap room, it was uh, under the, there's still a swimming pool underneath the floor. There so, is? Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, we didn't totally take, like, they had to, you know, put a few holes in it and filled it with other concrete and dirt, and our tap room used to be a swimming pool. That's, it's just, it's I love the backstory of that stuff. But this, like, I think of, like, <laughs> just my own personal experience being there and, like, going, you know, to the old place, to the original place. Mm -hmm. And I went to, after that first one, I went to, you know, several times we went over there. But, like, you're, the cool, kind of the cool vibe about it was when you had, when that place was packed, people were sitting in the, you were, it was almost like it, it to equate it to like a restaurant, it was kind of like you were sitting in, in the, the kitchen. In the kitchen, yeah. Like you yeah. literally had people sitting in and around like the barrels and and always, it seemed like you always had, if not you, one of your other brewers were always taking people around and showing them shit. Like the just stacks of fucking, you know, of, of hops and shit. Yeah, I mean, you just bags like people just sitting their beer on there playing cornhole in the back yeah. i mean like <laughs> I it was a, it was yeah, a great was, vibe uh, man it was really really cool and it was kind of scary like when you make the move to that big location like how do you keep this cool ass vibe you've got culture baby culture and move it, it over it was like 
That was that oh, it's definitely be a tough. Freaky. I mean, you, you look at a few ways, you know, in hindsight and talk about just being dumb enough. Like, I think about how it used to be. I'm like, you know, actually, if my insurance guy walked through when that bar was full at the old place, it would be like, are you yeah, kidding me right now? Like, you, you can't doing? have someone doing that. Like, I'm going to send you an email. for that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. Ah, uh, so that's a that. good idea. Yeah, we shouldn't have people like, you know, in the mill room that are, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that are drinking. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean the new place. It was, it was definitely you know trying to try to keep as much of the same vibe, but it's hard to do that. You know, change happens, and dude, uh, scaling's you know, a got, hard it, fucking thing, man. We, and we it talk takes about a lot, a lot of companies out. We take it like it, I see it all the time. I mean, I I I have subcontractors that that I've watched scale out of our business. I mean, where we're just like, all right, you're too big for us, and you're not the same company we worked with before, and we we get we walk away from it because you know what they used to do awesome is now like well yeah and and when you confront them about it and say hey this isn't fucking what you used to do and you're like dude i'm doing 10 times more business than when we started and i'm like yeah and i don't like that so so if you're telling well, me that the fact that you outgrew me and i yeah. actually gave you a shit ton of business including propping you up on every you know my podcast and everywhere else and now you're going to tell me that you know we've we've got too big and we just can't get there like that's a hard thing for a business and, and you know you want everyone to succeed but it's a tricky tricky slope when you're like uh, dude how do you, I, you how get do you too big well. that you can't even serve like because i imagine like in i don't know if we're ready to uh segue into this oh i did I always forget the word segue, so I like to look at he, him when I gets, say it because yeah, I get excited a, that I remember It's kind of it. a magical moment for us. But, like, there's a – brewing is an interesting vibe among brewers, right? Like, you guys don't really – I mean, I'm sure you probably laugh. There's probably somebody you hate. But, <laughs> Ten barrel. But there's certain people that don't vibe like that, like you guys mostly vibe like like contractors. You don't see two home, two builders really talking out business. I've been in you know you go into Payette and see a brewer from you know Boise Brewing or something sitting there having a beer at your your you know bar right like it seems like there's a little more camaraderie oh, there, in that there's business a lot more com- than camaraderie it's, any other industry I think yeah and I'm sure there's other industries like it but I don't know I can't think of any off the top of my head it, yeah. it's it's kind of strange because it's, it's a little counterintuitive when you're like that's you know just brewed a beer today with the uh, Spring Creek Brewery huh. and like but it, it normally so we people like, yeah, hide. We, we got together. We yeah, they, a beer. We're, that, we're excited. Dude, mostly to do people some stuff hide and, their shit, right? They don't. Yeah. They don't want to give their playbook, and and it's like brewers seem to have this thing where they kind of like vibe off the, each other, and they're like, the beer, "Dude, that's right? really cool. Did you try my pizza beer? Yeah, it was really it shitty. It tasted <laughs> really bad. You know, like it just seems like you guys have a different vibe about it. And I have uh, like so my ex wife's cousin was involved with Ten Barrel when they started. Like he's he from madras oregon and he was one of their first marketing guys and he uh jake hacken super cool kid got in very you know like he was there when they started like i when i one of the first times i remember meeting jake he had a case of warm beer in the back of his honda i think it was a honda accord or something he was driving up and down the coast slanging 10 barrel beer you know and so i've heard some stories from that side i've heard you talk about it just over the years that we've known you and talked to you about it it's a cool vibe that I wish more industries had. And I honestly, I try to do it within my own industry with ICF. I don't, I have one guy I don't like in my industry. Everybody else, dude, if, if my equal, I'll sit and talk to him. We'll, we'll, I mean, well, I and that, that's a bigger picture, right? Right. It, it it's makes, like, dude, our industry it's not needs about to you. grow. Our it's, industry needs to grow. It's us against stick frame guys, exactly. right? Or whatever, it, you know, it, it's identifying. It's about the beer. It's about the experience of 
a great beer for our consumers and figuring out that you're going to sharpen my blade by me spending time with you. Uh, and it's not about the competition. It, it is, it becomes about the product. So from a marketing and advertising point of view, I love working with guys that are really, really sharp because if I'm paying attention and I'm looking for the good stuff, intentionality mm-hmm. to that, yep. that's another one of our bingo words. I get better. And so do they if they're looking for the right things because everybody's got those blind spots and everybody's got those strengths and they most often never match up exactly with somebody else. So if you're looking for those good things to sharpen your blade, you're always going to find them and you might get one little idea that turns into something big where you're like, yeah, I was having a conversation with so-and-so and and he said something and then we did this and then that turned into that and it was wildly successful. But did did you have any... So that's a big jump from like the that's one thing I think I thought if I'm being honest when I saw the jump from the old place to the new place like okay is it still gonna be the same shit like is, is Mike still gonna be Mike is still have still gonna, right like is it still gonna be the same vibe how you did a really good job of holding on to your your vibe right I think you did it with like I said the just simple stuff cornhole stuff having music there dog friendly dog friendly um, big. you know bringing in the food trucks instead of a a rest you know a a, a kitchen which i think you, there was some do you have some problem getting a kitchen or something too or did you just choose to go with oh you don't want to have a kitchen yeah it just I makes don't know sense shit about the restaurant industry it, i just want to sell them beer it makes sense it, it, and to <laughs> me that's such a good vibe and i think you kind of set that precedence that's you look beautiful. at like you know we drive by i met i drive by mad sweet all the time because i live on this side of town and they they've got their food truck out there you know and it's like it's kind of like to me it's you were the first one to kind of do that where you're like hey brewery food truck good mix we don't have to have a kitchen makes sense right but it, but it does make sense that's understanding your your who are you targeting right from a marketing point of view who is your target like identifying that and meeting those needs and retaining that culture of what is it what is it that made the original location special? And how do you retain that core of the culture of what it is? Some of it translates automatically. Some of it you got to be really, really intentional about. Do you think you lost anybody on the transition, on the move over? Like f- fan base-wise or customer-wise? Uh, yeah. um, Was there somebody like, oh, I, I, he's getting too fancy. And, 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 you know, there's a, there's, you know, there's always going to be that, you know. Karen. We, we have some yeah. re- fucking Karen. Karen. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna say Karen, you know. I mean, the, the, those exist too, but you know, it's different. You know, this rate, you know, I guess no one's naming their kids Karen anymore. So that's very, a very soon last name name to be named. Least we're, popular we're, we're, name of twenty twenty, Karen. <laughs> you know, if we wait like twenty years, we'll have a lot. Of, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but no, we definitely, you know, there's some people that you know, regulars in our old bar, they just love the vibe of our old place, and right. you know, I, there's I miss our old bar, but. I'm being honest, it was kind of a shithole. Yeah. I mean, it was my shithole, but it was like... That's my shithole. <laughs> you know, I, I knew I, we built most of that stuff in there, and I'm not a con- con- contractor. I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, it was actually poorly built. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, some things weren't, you know, hired some people. Uh, but, you know, we lost some people, and, it, and things change over time. I know even, you know, you're talking in a marketing perspective. You have yep. to, you know, we, we've taking a look at ourselves from a marketing, from a beer, from a branding, all, all those things multiple times. They're like, who, who are we and what are we right. doing? Because there, there are definitely some times we kind of, in hindsight, I can say it, you know, at the time we didn't know we maybe lost our way, but, you know, we kind of like look back and go, why did we do that? Oh, that didn't make sense. And that's not who we are. True to your brand. And, and that's, you know, that's a part of it where, you know, you see in the market with, with people, you know, do we lose people? And I definitely heard at times people like, 
whether they knew, like, when I sit at the bar, I don't sit there and be like, hey, I'm Mike, I own Pay Up Brewing. I'm like, no, I just sit there and drink a beer and, you know, and <laughs> if, someone asks, if someone asks me what I do, I say I work at Pay Up Brewing. Would you talk um, like that? Hey, I'm Mike, <laughs> I work at yeah, Pay Up Brewing. If I, if, I was, if I said I was going to own it, then I, <laughs> I like that a uh, lot. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I mean, it's like who I am. Like, I, I mean, I, I ski with, I have Pay Up Brewing skis on. So when I'm, when I'm like, I'm sitting on the lift at Bogus and someone's like, oh, nice, Pay Up Skis. You win those? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, oh, how'd you get them? I was like, I work there. And I'm like, I'm, I was the I was the yeah, employee you, of the month last the, August. Know, it's like, but in some ways, it's also like a good way to start a conversation because I don't want to be a dick about it. Yeah. Like because I, I, I know we've done a but lot, but I also have a lot, I have a lot of ways man. to that do is, it. Man. That like, is oh. just you. That's on you. Like that's not a. That's not. That's yeah. not normal. Well, yeah. First of all, it's not normal because most people want that accolade. I don't know that I would. But I think I'd tell people. Here's the other thing. I think I'd throw I mean, my dick up on I put my dick up on the bar. You know who I am. You're in my world now. These are my skis. I hand yeah, It's just like passive aggressive or something. Like, uh, <laughs> but even, my, my raft. I, I mean, I, I got a about five years ago. I got a raft. So you know, just last, I got I got logoed out. You know, I'm like, why not? I got Pat Bruin on the side. Yeah. Uh, I got Norfolk Logger on the in the end, and yeah. I, I was doing the rafting the main payette on Saturday and Saturday, whatever day it was. And you know, someone's like, "Oh man, you like sponsored by Pat?" And I'm like, "Something like that." So I'm like, <laughs> "You bet I, like, I am." I'm like, something like yeah. that. So I'm like, a, whole family I'm is. rowing down the river." And I'm like, "Yeah, something sure." So uh, my <laughs> wife, my baby, my dogs. Yeah, they're all sponsored by Pat. The only bad part about <laughs> blasting your own raft with Pat Brewing on is everyone asks me for fucking beer. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I bring beer for myself. You know, be funny. Like, you know, be funny is like, if you, I, you chucked a Keystone Light at him or something. <laughs> you know, that uh, would be so uh, awesome. Yeah, I get some of those. Speaking of, I shouldn't. I may not. Shouldn't admit this, but you know, we were definitely drinking some Coors Lights on the boat on what? this weekend. And someone's like, is that, no, is that, that's "Can you friendly. do that?" And I'm like, "Well, it's 90 degrees out. I, I don't want Coors Light right now." Okay. But okay. that, but is my, that not? And pass the cooler around. You that is the, the, but that's understanding your audience, right? There's times where I just need a Coors Light. There's times where I'm looking for a. I can't reach it. You got it almost. Well, you know, where I'm looking for a you picked the right beer. Sofa King Sunny Hazy Pale Ale by Pay It Brewing oh, Company. Um, I have a, well, first off, let's first, do this. Yeah. Let's Cheers, because this is, I did. Hold on. Oh yeah, that sounds really good. I'm little embers, God, raspberry, vanilla porter. Oh, I saw that. I that I grabbed it first because I'm a dark beer guy. Yeah, that looked really good. Cheers, okay. Cheers. Cheers, cheers to Pay It Brewing. To Pay from, Brewing. from an idea. To execution. And just so you know, your name was on the short list from the very beginning of this podcast. We're like, okay, who do we know that's kind of celebrity that we can have on? And we're like, well, well we better good. get better at what we're doing before we start getting the big. <laughs> yeah, we. we took well, us, I'm glad that you know I, I post on Facebook years. like once every six months. So <laughs> I'm glad you saw the one to. to yeah, I want to email Mike. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I have a serious marketing question for you. Okay. The idea of brand. So I'm a big nerd on brand. Brand and culture, right? They go they go hand in hand. If you were to identify the brand of Payette Brewing, what is it? What is it that makes it special? What is the differentiation in terms of there's like you said, how many it's like nine thousand breweries. Nine thousand breweries. That's a real that number or are you making that up? That's there's, a real number. There's a well, shit I mean, ton. Like pre COVID it was like over it was easily over eight thousand. And now there's but then I don't 13. know because <laughs> you know a year ago it's like you know half the breweries might shut down and then not half the breweries shut down right um, 
and but people, that's, so that's open a, since then. That's a fairly accurate number then. At yeah, least I'd say 8, it's, it's at that's least, amazing. I'd say at least eight thousand. That's amazing. So let like how do you how do you stand out? How do you differentiate in a sea of nine thousand breweries? What makes Payette Brewing different, or not necessarily different, but what is it that attracts your people? I know. That's like what it, I know. It's I, I, I know. I know. That's the hardest question to answer, especially in, in a in a industry like the beer industry. That right. I mean, I, I I'm, I'm going to answer it, but I'm going I'm to deflect a little bit. <laughs> I accept that. <laughs> we appreciate it, like, your a, honesty. I want to be a politician. Like, actually, I want to answer a different question. Um, so, my favorite beer. Is so, if you can <laughs> that was that was actually my third question. <laughs> um, no, I mean it, it's a you know it's true, and you go back talking about things about like the food trucks and you know it's an industry that i used to say it's a me too industry and then the me too movement happened and i was like that's not Ooh. the right I was like, that is not the right word there's not the, right, not the right phrase to say um uh, <laughs> i too. have trademarked that and, phrase i'm sorry and and, and, by, and by me too in that sense i meant that it's like oh you're doing that oh me too yeah. like it, it's a there's in, the, in reality in the beer, it's in the beer industry, there's not a lot of new ideas you know, you know, people have asked me like, "Oh man, where'd you come up with this food truck idea for a, at a brewery?" I'm like, "I lived in Seattle, where all the breweries did that. It just was new to Boise." <laughs> Boise had like, seen I, it. Right? I yeah. just just like, "Well, that it works over there. Like, it'll work it. here." It, yeah. it was right. It was a new to Boise idea, but I didn't like come up with it. It was like, "Oh, that's a great idea. I'm gonna write that down. It's in my notebook." Um, I want to see this notebook. I want to see all. These I don't ideas. know if you do. I mean, <laughs> I mean, half the notebooks filled with beer recipes. So you know, we'll see. I like that half of them, and half of those probably suck. So you may um, be able to sell that, but you don't. <laughs> but you don't know until you try, right? Oh yeah. Like there's times where you come up with an idea. Like somebody came up with the idea of the of the pizza brew, and they're like, "This could be great." And then they made it, and they're like, "This is not great." They might have thought it was good though. I mean, just, well, there's there's you, a beer for everyone. You, you lived in Chicago. You, know, you ever had Malort? Uh, yeah, Malort's like. It's like this cult thing where it's like the greatest thing ever, but it's also the worst thing ever. <laughs> like like it's, there's nothing great about Malort. There's no, nothing like, great. Yeah, about but isn't it. one of those shots if someone says, "Hey, you want a shot of Malort?" and you're like, "Well, I can't say no." The fuck so, I can't. I yeah, say no say every no. fucking year. I will say no every year at GFY. <sighs> I don't do it because I show up every year. Guess what? When you come back, there's you're a, doing Malort. Oh, I was drinking a lot of Malort. You know, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> you know, there's Chicago in my in my in my blood. I, I was born oh, in Chicago, so you know that's. Would you bring me two shots of Malort? Fuck yeah, that. you have gigantic balls. <laughs> Malort's not that bad. I mean, it's not if you great, like drinking burning tire, it's great. People drink things like, dude, that did you see? Like, what? What's the, I can't even think of Jaeger. Jaeger yeah. sucks too. Yeah, that's true. Jaeger versus like, Malort. What's what's worse? Oh fuck, Malort. Are you kidding? Me? Like, did you see that somebody? One of the guys posted in the GFY uh, Facebook thing the how Malort was made, and it was basically it was like rubbing alcohol oh, poured over that. cigarette butts. Or diesel, it was gasoline poured over cigarette butts in a in a bowl and and brewed mm. that way. It like that's what it tastes like. It's fucking horrible. With anyways, yeah, but so obviously it, we're but not getting it, sponsored by Malort. <laughs> Shout to Malort. I'm trying to defend you. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see something in the future. A pay at brewing Malort, Malort uh, partnership. Combination. Oh, yeah. they, I defended you. They did that with Revolution in Chicago. They did some bar Malort barrel aged stuff, I believe. Uh, I really want to get my hands on that, but maybe it was Malort made with a barrel. I don't know. From the brewery, I was I was jealous. But, I mean, uh, Malort sucks, but it like. But it is it's also, but it's great because it's, it's like that the is camaraderie the of thing. like we're all going to do this shitty shot. But think about this for a second. 
How many different shitty is it considered a liqueur? What is it considered? I, think I don't know. It's the spirit, right? It's a so, very generic way how many shitty ones in the existence of mankind has there been for the one Malort that has a cult following? How do you capture that? Like, like, you got to be connected crazy. to Chicago. The only reason we know is because of GFY, and that's because the guys from Chicago came but out. But that's but that's I was my in point. Chicago, and I threw it out to a bartender one time. And they were and like, it, it, he fucking looked at me like eyebrow was, up. Yeah, like he literally. I go. I go, I go, yeah, you guys got any, any Malort? And he literally just, like, stopped and looked at me. Yeah, you're in. He goes, let's take you to the back room. How do you know about Malort? Like, it's not on the wall. No, no, it's that's under what the, I'm saying. It's under the table. But, it's in the cabinet. I feel like, like, there's, like you go to San Francisco and, like, Fernet. Everyone loves Fernet there. And right. Fernet's just as disgusting. Right. But everyone's yeah. like, well, God, you're in San Francisco. You got to do a shot of Fernet. That's, and you're like, that's part of that. It's like a, it's it's part of what I'm talking it's about. Pride. It's, it's, it's what that, sets you apart. That's so the I brand. That's the culture. deflecting this question to get back to the answer. There we go. <laughs> See how that comes back around? Yeah. Maybe Many I should right. be a podcaster. You know? Many He's figuring it out. He's getting in the groove. I just figured you guys had like a whiteboard with like your story arc up here. Uh, You're actually like pretty good. That these are our like, whiteboards. You know. Actually, yeah, we, we, have, we never write on them. They're we pretty have a blank. lot. Of, it looks like drywall. A lot of those story are, arcs. Those are our whiteboards. Yeah. yeah, we haven't done it. Um, but you know what? What's going back to that question and just stopping talking about Malort? That's what we do. Um, which actually, on a side note, while I'm talking, you, you, someone can tell me if the Cubs won or not because I got a, I got a pizza bet on that game. Mm. Um, oh, we can. We have the technology. We can find out. We can find it. <laughs> In our My sales guy loves the, the Mets, and I'm just pissed off because they were winning when I showed up. So, hmm. um, I'll look it up. Anyway, so you know, what sets us apart? You know, it, that's a you know was, you're talking about brand and where where we tried to hone back to who we are. And you know, in the end, Pats. Oh, dude, that's a bad look. Uh, Goddamn Mets. Two to five, Mets win. Sorry, pal. Okay, well, I got I got, I got to win the next two to actually win the the rest of the bet. So I have faith in you. Uh, There's still hope. I like that glass half full. Yeah. Never give up. Your Malort's half full. Never stop swimming. Dory's right. Maybe that, I'm going to add that to the bed. So, <laughs> well, that's great. I like yeah, that. I like the inspiration here. Sweeten the pot. Um, but really, you know, as we, as we really looked at ourselves and what we're doing and, and is we're, we're an Idaho brand. You know, we're, we're Idaho. I'm not Idaho born, but I've moved around six years old. So mm-hmm. in today's world, that's, I've been in Idaho for pretty, a long time. Pretty You're in. Close, um, yeah. and, and that's where, you know, the, the name came from. It was growing up on the, kayaking the Payette River, uh, going to Payette Lake, all it was just it's Idaho. And that's where we want to be the beer for the people in Boise and the people in Idaho. And you know, we start with our hometown and move out from there. And you know, as you get out, like what what makes it different in Colorado? Well, first of all, Idaho's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell yeah, it <laughs> is. Yeah, so it's a secret, don't tell everybody. <laughs> well, it's too late. Everyone knows about it. So yeah, at, this, at this point, we just gotta keep telling everyone because you know it's good for business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, like it. But that so I'm gonna pivot with that. It is good for business. There's a growing population in Idaho. People are figuring stuff out, but the people that are coming here recognize the resonance of what you're talking about. There's something magical, as it were, right? There's something cool about that. That's part of the reason that people move here because people are nice. There's a, it's a great community. It's, I mean, there's four seasons. There's no hurricanes or tornadoes. There's a lot of cool things about Idaho, but there's some, some cool things. Like you're, you're hitting on something that's really, really neat where there's just a vibe. When you go to pay at brewing, there is an identifiable vibe that people really, really like. And it's the the beauty of it is there's an intentionality behind that 
And it's it's keeping that going and identifying what are those guardrails and making sure that we're true to our brand. And if you but you got to identify that first. I love what you're saying. At the end of the day, we're an Idaho company focused on Boise. That's the epicenter and everything goes out from there. If we're not true to that, then it starts to degrade. So being yeah. able to identify that, I mean, that's we, we walk people through that all the time in terms of who are you? What, what are you doing? And, and identifying what that stuff is. And it's really interesting. There's a lot of people that don't necessarily know the answer to that. It's a hard question to answer. So even the fact that you were able to answer it with only mild deflections to Malort is a pretty cool deal. Yeah. I mean, you know, Malort is Chicago. Pat Brilliant is Boise. Same thing. Uh, that's like, you that's know, the analogy, that's, right? Uh, Did you see the UPC on here that has the state of Idaho marked out of the UPC label? That is brilliant. There's just certain things about So, like, how active do you get in the, like, the creative side of some of the marketing stuff? Do you have somebody that kind of does that for you, or is that something that you Yeah, are you guys in-house? Because, like, uh, like, there's so many layers to what you're doing. So, I'm going to, there's kind of a two-part question, but, like, I'll answer you're, the third. You're, yeah, so. so that you, answer is true. Yes. Thank you. Move on. Seven. <laughs> seven C. and and yes. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Got it. Okay, thanks. Move on. <laughs> Next question. I think that like there's so many layers that like okay, so you go back to you really look at it. You you know you have an engineering degree, so there's making beer is kind of at the base of this, right? But then you go from making beer, like at some point, payette becomes it's marketable, right? Now now you're you're moving beyond making beer. How do I market the beer? Like, does your brain? Do you have a marketing brain? Do you like that stuff? Does it is it good for you? Do you like? Are you the guy that says like, "Hey, I'm gonna be back here making some beer. If you guys want to go sell it for me, that'd be awesome." Like, are are you involved with that part of it? Because that's a that's a crazy like that's where like okay, we've we, I can make all this beer, but somebody's got to market it and sell it. Because your marketing's awesome. Like, I mean, it's it's just good stuff. Internal, uh, external, semi, internal well, and external. Little shout out, shout out to them. Okay, so while we did, um. We'll get to the internal part later. Um, external, so our cans were designed by against. Ha-ha. Um, she's, she's supposed to be a guest. She's Her supposed to be a guest. Oh, Jenny. Jenny's awesome. Jenny, Jenny is, and Brad are badasses. Yeah. Obviously, um, cans, yeah. these cans Two of the nobody can see, but great podcast in here. Um, <laughs> Paint me a picture. So, go, as you're listening, you should Google our cans. Um <laughs> Google our that, cans? That, wow. That, Don't just okay, Google I'll, cans because you will come up with a whole different... I actually, Google, do it, actually. Google I want to know. Uh, I'm not going to do it. I, I'm a 12-year-old. I just want to Google our cans. Actually, no. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, boobies. Yeah. Boobies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a um, hard ride. No, but they, they, <laughs> I, and I knew that, and then I forgot it, and now I know it again. I, I It's so funny. Like the that's, Jenny did it. That's why we market and advertise. Jenny's boyfriend Blast has been on our podcast. Oh, nice! And then he's like, "You need to get Jenny on the podcast. She's better." And like Heather is actually working on a conversion for one of her properties to do a an ADU on one of her on her property downtown. And so, like, yeah, we all know that's so funny. Little, and I remember being Boise, in her office and seeing Boise, Payette. Boise Brilliant. is growing, but it's, it's still so small. small. Um, so yeah, against a lot of uh, talent. I mean. Jenny is a She's killer, um, and yeah, I know they want they want a best of show in the Northwest Marketing Agency. Something you would know better than me. Yep, um, not the Rockies, the the, the bigger one. one. The, I wasn't going to degrade the Rockies like that, but yeah, the bigger one. <laughs> no, <laughs> no they got, if you win, if you win best of show, then you go to the 
So yeah, that's, the region that's pretty rad. Yada yada. Um, and then we have uh, we work with uh, Colvita Creative is our current uh, one we work with, but uh, you know it's a, it's a small world. Our our in house marketing is actually my wife. Um, oh. You know, I Keep you know, we go close. back a little Keep bit. Well, I mean. I ended up Hold on, was she your wife when she was was she was the marketing person before she was your wife or was she your wife and then the marketing that's person? That's a hell of a promotion. See, that's where we were going to back this up. I mean, like, yes, I did. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I did. I did, I did marry one of my employees. Uh, but backing you know, up, backing up. Okay, it's a much longer story, but uh, <laughs> the one time he did use the "I am the owner" line instead of well, "I'm just she, an employee." I mean, she- I mean, she kind of knew I was in there because she worked there. Uh. She comes in. He's sitting at the bar. I work here, too. Oh, wait a minute. You're hot? Okay. Now, actually, I'm the owner. Actually. (laughs) I came up with that recipe. It's in a notebook. Maybe later on I can show you my Good news. Uh, You've done a very good job at your job. Instead of a promotion, we're going to actually promote you to my wife. (laughs) There you go. Sign here. (laughs) Don't worry. Um, we yeah, won't well, tell her about this podcast. It's fine. <laughs> oh, she knows I'm here, so she's gonna want to like listen to it. So. She's gonna be like, "Oh um, my god, these two are idiots." But I mean, if we're if we're really throwing out there, like she runs the shit, I just like do some stuff. Um, <laughs> That's most of us. <laughs> I, I can. Relate. I mean, it's it, like, yeah. yeah. I just no, our listeners know the girl boss. She's usually on the podcast. I mean, with if, us, if so we're like know, you know she's taking the, the jokes aside, is that you know you. you there's the ideation of a, of a new business, but then in something like beer, when you're a consumer packaged good, you know, you become a sales and marketing company. You do. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is marketing can drive, a, should drive a lot of that, mm-hmm. all of it. So you know, I'm in charge of making sure beer gets out the door and beer gets brewed. She's well, the one to make sure it's be, like presented. And that, so what, what I like jokingly say she's the boss. The I'm like, I'm like she's actually the one that's driving. But you can market. Ship. I just come up with stupid ideas. And you then can market go, hey, a can mediocre product <laughs> yeah. and still do well. If you market a great product, you can kill it, right? If you're good at the yeah. marketing side of it, when you combine the, the the power of both, that's why you guys are successful. You guys have a great product, a great brand, and you're constantly reminding people of it. It's part of it's it's an experiential type of a thing. Yeah, right? You don't go to Payette Brewing to just to get beer. I can get Payette at Albertsons. That's not why I go to Payette Brewing. There's you should a, also buy it at Albertsons because that helps me too. Well, but but there's it's good, it's good for my numbers. But <laughs> if that, but <laughs> helps let turns. me flip it. Let me flip Excuse it. Me if it's space. a shitty experience at Payette Brewing, if if that's negative, if your product sucks, it it's a matter of time before people figure that out, and the market will tell you, right? Yeah, and you know it's an interesting thing when you talk about the beer industry because we have this we have this tap room that's busy. We have six coolers of beer, which is you don't need six cooler doors for. You know, our product, that we have all those same products in Albertsons, but it fits on like two shelves. Right. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you, you got the real estate. You just you throw up, like, we got 10 cases of one beer in one, you know, these four shelves. Come on in. Um, but what, what it does is, you know, in this industry, you you have accounts, you have, you have bars and restaurants and retailers. They're like, well, why am I going to sell your product when they can just buy it at yours? Well, we look at our, our tap room as, yeah, it's a revenue source, but it's also our best marketing tool right it, people come in there they have a good time they they try the beer they play some cornhole they play some bocce ball they you know that's part get, of your get brand. a foxy frank on fridays that's, that's uh, idaho th- then they you know <laughs> but then when they're done they're like then they're at albertson's they're like that's i want to pick up that's that my beer i enjoyed that and, and that's where you know you're not hearing that as much but there was a time a handful of years ago especially when we opened up our spot that there was 
you know, the, the big chains of the world going, well, you know, should we carry your product? Cause you, you, people can just get it there. And it's like, well, yeah, you should because people are coming to our place and they're going to your place. Right. Right. And they're going to, they're going to be in your place. Your place. Yeah. And if I it's mean, a good vibe, enough, you want to be part of that vibe, Mr. Albertson. I mean, the the one where, you know, the Sophie and Sunny right here that you know, it's a, one of our greatest examples of you know, the Trader Joe's just downtown. Make sure you get a check from Trader Joe's. Yeah, Trader Joe's, um, we're, uh, we're open for sponsorships. Uh, they're, they, you know, they're the closest grocery store to our brewery. Yeah. They're also our top-selling Sophie and Sunny account. Are they really? And and you go, well, obviously, being close to us doesn't make a difference because well, people go to proximity. our place, go to there, and, and in the beer industry, it's, it's kind of weird because people will be like, well, we don't want to carry your beer because you're close. And you're like, well, people also come here. so They should read it's a, the immutable laws of branding and the immutable laws of marketing. Well, if there's one thing I've learned over the last 10 years being an engineer that started the brewing business is a lot of people don't know shit about marketing. <laughs> and I'm I'm like example number one. And we're like, why would, I, why would I spend money on marketing? And then you like get down the road a little bit and you go, wow. Those people actually know what the hell they're doing. And there's it's, a reason that marketing's power. a huge industry. And... Yep. And they start seeing ads, and you're like, they, they got me. They see, they, they're, <laughs> they're not only are they me. listening to me on my phone they somehow, like, I'm gonna have a Albertson's ad when I leave this. When I look at my, phone you probably next, will, you know, because they're listening to us. Father's <laughs> Day is right around the corner. listening to us, Albertson's. Uh, but man, it, it's it's easy to when you're getting into a, a, an industry, especially when you're not inherently a marketing person, that. You tend to overlook it, and you're like, "Oh, it's not that important. It's fine." You just throw out a, a you know, you send out a tweet, you send out a Facebook. <laughs> Given ten years ago, it was actually like free to get on people's <laughs> Facebook feeds. Not that, like, yeah. not like, oh, you got to pay for it now, and you have to target people, and you have to, you know. So uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna segue, changing, changing landscape of marketing, changing landscape of all kinds of different things. COVID happens. Dun dun dun. So. A global pandemic, it affects everybody. How did you guys approach it? How did you guys deal with it? How did you guys emerge from it? Well, I think, you know, I just want to go like, I don't want to talk about it. You're just going to skip safe over this. Safe word, Chicago, Chicago. Malort. Malort. The more we say it, the more money you'll get from them. I know. <laughs> I can't wait for the check. Uh, so COVID, COVID is a... It's funny because at this point in time, I like I hate talking about COVID, but it's also such a reality of what how we've gotten here as a business. I mean, it, right. it reshaped a lot of things. So it's weird because I hate having you know getting into a conversation whether it's a I'm pitching something or a meeting, and you're like, well, because of COVID, and you're like, everybody yeah, they, else they, they've heard too. this too. You're like, God, this is nothing new. Everyone knows this, but it was a, a definitely an oh shit moment, you know, when you get right. We we actually as weird as this we we closed a day before we actually had to close because the day before that we had our worst day in five years in our tap room we're like well nobody nobody's coming out why are we paying someone to be here so we're yeah. like well, I guess we're gonna, we're gonna close tomorrow and then they're like you have to be closed we're like oh okay well well it worked out ha, don't tell me do what it. to do I already did it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fire me I quit that's right you're not uh, the boss of me <laughs> um, yeah that was a, that was a oh you know. I mean, you get into that, and all of a sudden you're looking around, going, "Holy shit!" Like, it, it it sucks when you have to, you know, being in the. It, we're a 
multifaceted business where we have production, we have sales, marketing, we have our taproom staff. It's a retail focused where, you know, we, I think I laid off about 30 people within a week or so, mm. which sucks. I, mean, I think we had like 37 employees. So, um, That's a you know, it, it got down to percentage. very little, but, uh, as much as everything sucked, there are some really cool things that like came out of it. One is, is seeing, seeing our team and seeing everyone like try to come up with ideas. Like the people that were, it's back, you know, to, the, sorry, uh, back like, to the core. I love our bartenders, but sorry, our bartenders, like we don't have a job for you because we can't serve beer. Um, but we still have to brew beer and we still have to can beer. And these people start coming up with ideas like, hey, what if we did this? What if we did this? Like everyone's right. like all hands on deck. Yeah. We have tanks full of beer that we're going to go into kegs and now they can't go into kegs. Like, what are we going to do? And it was really cool seeing people come forward and come up with ideas and like, what, what could we do? And uh, it was weird. You know, it, it, the we were shut down for 10 weeks. Um, in hindsight, that was actually one of the smartest things at the time. I thought it was stupid, we, but I, well, I had a lot of fun. I rented a Bobcat, and uh, <laughs> our beer garden was like dead grass. So I rented a Bobcat, and like I was like, I'm going to rip this shit up and, and, and replant this grass. Timing's everything. And, oh, I just, I had so much fun. I didn't know what I was doing. I've, I've never <laughs> driven a Bobcat before, but Tate's let me rent one, and I'm like, hey, hey that Tate's, is a dumb move. Tate's rent, another sponsor up. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, um, Tate's. <laughs> Uh, but uh you know in a weird way it was really fun Mm. and i know there's that like stay-at-home order and we were essential workers because beer is essential um so i I worked i worked like every day even including weekends i was at work every day and um there were you know we said we were selling beer out of a trailer and uh you know people would i'd be texting people like man i just can't wait to go to a bar again i was like i said a bar every day i mean just me (laughs) and my like six other employees and we just drink because we have nothing better to do. Uh, <laughs> nothing else going on. We're like, well, the six of us, we're, <laughs> really, we're like, well, if we get COVID, we're all getting COVID because we're yeah. around each other all day. Uh, With family, I like it. Just sit here and wait for the zombie apocalypse to hit, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we're like looking at the beer and like we're, we don't know we're going to reopen. We're like, well, we got 20 beers on tap. If a beer blows, don't tap a new keg, but let's move to the next. So we just tried to work our way through all 20 mm-hmm. taps. That's responsible um, business. You know, we tried. We tried. We really tried. Um, it's all yeah. about team. That's where, again, some of it was fun. Like we had, you know, we got a Traeger down at the brewery and we just th- be like, oh, it's, it's Wednesday. Let's but throw that, some meat on the grill. Let's, uh, I want to <laughs> highlight something though. That is a part of the culture and the brand of what you guys are about. In the face of a global pandemic, you're still finding the positive. You're still making the best of it, right? That is part of what your brand is about. It's, and it's what you infuse into the people that you work around. That gets all over everybody that comes in there. I mean, and it, you don't even realize it. It's like a subconscious thing. But that's part of what makes you guys special. It's, yeah, even though this sucks, we're still going to make the most of it. You know what I did today? I rented a Bobcat and tore the shit out of our, that, and you know, that was good. It like, was until the city came by. Like I thought they were a stay at home order. The next thing you know, the city inspector comes by and he's like, "What are you guys doing?" Like, Nothing. Oh, we're we're putting in some. We're he's like, "What are those concrete pylons thing for?" And we're like, "Well, we're putting our sun sails back." He's like you got a permit for that? And I'm like, "Per fucking sun sail?" Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you what. In the city of Boise, you need to get permits for your sun sails, and they need to be engineered. And ours are over fucking engineered. Got, you know an engineer? Got, well, <laughs> I, I know I, one. <laughs> Let me see I, that I, resume. Boeing? Yeah, that my, happened. My stamp, oh, I don't have a stamp. No, it doesn't work for, <laughs> my stamp doesn't do anything. Yeah. I'll make, I'll so make I had, you a stamp. I had to get a real engineer. I was an imaginary engineer. Shout out to my industrial <laughs> engineers out there. We're imaginary engineers. We don't actually build things. We 
make things faster or better. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> that counts. You're in. I'll give you a stamp. Yeah, if you're going to do a sun sale, say just the city's out there. I'm not going to give you advice on what to do or not man, to do because, you know, well, the city could be listening. Man. I mean, we got, we got some, like, uh, planning zoning no, over here or something. Uh, oh, we had to have zoning approval, too, to have yeah. sun sales up. To have Believe sun sales? Yeah. Fire inspector came out, and he's like, what am I looking at? I'm like, dude, you're the fire inspector. You tell me. <laughs> I was like, really hoping you'd know. I was, no, seriously. Dude, you're like, come here. Let me try this beer. What do you think? It's, it's pizza beer. It's, it's, we have six, <laughs> six metal poles in a, in a sun sail, and he's like, well, what am I looking at? I'm like, you tell, you, you, you tell me. You tell me. I, I, need, I need to have the fire inspector <laughs> sign off on this. He's like, it's a, it looks good to me. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Like, if there's a Thanks. fire, one, it's like 15 feet above our heads, and two, you just walk out of this. It's like, just, not, just, you're not in a building. You're just, just leave. Six poles. Just leave. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> shout out to the fire inspector. You're rad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but outside of the fun parts of COVID, you know, there's some, there's some shit. Um, well, did you guys see stop so, selling beer in kegs because that didn't right. exist anymore? Go to can. Right. Dumped a lot of beer down the drain. That sucked. Really? Well, Shout out to the city boys. We had to like have them come check our beer before we dumped it down the drain. <laughs> Why? Yeah, what? You have to have a permit for oh, that? You, yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, oh, beer's not good for the sewer system. Like, it's it, it'll jack up all your other rates. So it's you guys wanted that to happen. We got to like wow. neutralize it and like really sure no it's not you. How do you but do you that? would think like there's natural enzymes kind of thing like it would actually be oh it's a low pH it. it's got a lot of bi- biological oxygen demand and like hey don't talk we, all engineering I really don't want to I can nerd don't get nerdy don't yeah, get nerdy you want to get nerdy I can get nerdy did I hear a niner in there that's crazy but um you know the biggest thing that happened was is a huge shift towards cans you guys probably heard that I will say. The media is full. Well, I mean, they're not. They're just. They're, no, you I can mean, say it. No, you yeah, can say it. One hundred percent. Americans did not drink more in twenty twenty than they did in twenty nineteen. Alcohol consumption in this country was flat. It was I not did. like. Well, you might have, but I, as I a personally whole, affected that well, number. I, no, but I'm, I'm saying like as a whole, still the alcohol it. total alcohol consumed in the country was flat. It's been flat for years. Actually, it's been negative, if anything. Sort, like, sort of like, everyone, no, sort of like everyone, death, sort of like COVID deaths. It's just been the yeah. same forever. <laughs> but it just, every time I heard that Americans are drinking more than ever, I'm like, bullshit. They're just drinking more cans from a grocery store. Right. Like they traded their happy hour beer at the local bar for, I'm going to have a six-pack, mm-hmm. I'm going to drink it at home. Because so, that's why I went, because we had, you know, Rusty Wentz was on from, anheuser-busch stein distributing and he was talking about anheuser-busch's standpoint and it was very much a kick from like him personally even locally selling to the bars versus all of a sudden like oh shit you know backpedal 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 and it was like boom go to cans go to balls and like all of a sudden that was you know where they pushed everything so same with you even being you know on a on a more local <laughs> give scale. Me the, give me the numbers and I can skew them to make you think whatever I want. Exactly. Yeah. Look at all these, but, look at this increase But at least in you had that opportunity, right? Like, I mean. Oh yeah. It, it was, it was, I mean, cans, uh, we talked about earlier. It, cans are hard to get. Yeah. Um, you know, we have an allocation, so we're on allocations that we get. We only can get so many cans every month. So Do you bottle um, any. No, I was going to think, I don't think you'd probably, I mean, you got your growlers, but you don't do like a, no, we stopped about two years ago. We stopped doing any glass. 
No glass at all. Even the growlers. No gla- oh, wait, I mean, I have growlers. Those like right. half count. So just out nobody of curiosity. Nobody growlers anymore. Yeah. I know people, sorry if you feel a growler and you listen to this, um, but nobody feels growlers anymore. Loser. Uh, well, <laughs> just I mean, I'm any, just kidding. Any more like with. Sorry, I didn't want to burp in the mic. You can, <laughs> you can do that. It's uh, This is an explicit uh, podcast. The. Uh, <laughs> Burping's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with like cans, and I mean, like the one you're drinking, cans with labels. Growlers used to be great because not everyone packaged beer to take home. No. There was stuff that was only on draft, and right. now now that makes sense. Now, everybody, pretty packs. much everyone throws has the ability to put something in a package to take home. And right. is well, and you guys were doing like even I think so. Do you have the big cans before oh, yeah, you had still, regular cans, got- right? Uh, about the same time. Oh, was it? Okay. So I remember getting, because I like, my <laughs> my favorite is, if I, no, I'm sitting here drawing a blank now with the your dark beer that you get like your... 12 gauge? Yeah, 12, 12 gauge. And, you, and the one that you would only do so yes. often. Like yeah, once a year? Yeah, dude, that's 12 that's gauge. That's good. Okay. That's at so the good. Black that, Friday, right? That's a, yeah, that's Black, Black Friday. Friday. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, your Black Friday. Wait, that's a whole nother conversation. I'm sorry about your bushes out front. That was my fault. Black oh, Friday. They're still, they're still not the same. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was... All that came back oh, out. Oh God, Black Friday's a great no event. <laughs> Anyways, but like, yeah, like I mean, that's one of those. That's those. I had, dude, I load up. Oh, all that those cans, uh, man. Well, the nineteen two. Man. We have a big nineteen two ounce can. Yeah, uh, stovepipes. Badass. Uh, yeah, we that's don't do any ass. glass anymore, though. Okay. Um, Is that a like why? I'm curious. Well, I mean, there's. I can give you a lot of technical bullshit reasons. I mean, well, they're not bullshit. They're real, um, but I think they're bullshit. Give me half of them. You know, it's better for oxygen, better for, you know, light gets in. Um, better for more the beer. portable. Better for the beer. Yeah. It's, it's better for the beer, techni- better for me. Technically better for the beer, but I'm selfish. Um, I want to take beer where I want to go. So we can beer so we can drink it on the river. Everywhere. We, yeah. That's, that's See, really. So there's culture. That, that's a culture. Uh, that was, uh, there's your new catchphrase. culture. Better for the beer, better for me. Pay at brewing. Have to pay for that? Well, yeah, no, you, that's you just you okay. just got you're gonna get an invoice. Yeah, just oh, so you know. like uh, <laughs> Jenny. Actually, Jenny just got sorry. bumped. Sorry, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny, I am I don't hold the candle to you, <laughs> and you know it, and I know it, and we're good. I buy the next round. <laughs> there you go, perfect. I like it. It's right there in the cooler. Uh, but yeah, that's I mean, so I mean, I'm just like, so I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, Piv's like, okay, you got can problems. Can you move the glass? Can you like? I mean, is there options? Like, what do you? Like you have an allotment of cans. Yeah, How I mean, well, last year it was it was because we have a relationship with Ball that makes our cans, which is also childish. I make a lot of cans. <laughs> I got a file. I got a file that says Ball stuff, and it's it's very that important. Low hanging fruit. It yeah, is. I know because I'm childish. Low <laughs> hanging. I'm like twelve, going on like fourteen. That's Maybe. why I like you. That's where you max at. By the way, that's it. <laughs> You know, maybe 16 on a good day. Nope, you know, never I, been there. I, I, can, I can drive at night. I've hell, never you know? been to 16. <laughs> never got there. Don't plan on it either. Uh, I don't even know where we were. But, uh, Here's a we question. We were talking about okay. balls. Oh, yeah, ball stuff. Or rather, ball. <laughs> getting, ball yeah. stuff, the but file. Yeah, we got, cans. I mean, we, we, cans, like... Uh, you have last enough? Year, you have about, plenty? Oh, we, we got plenty. We got okay. plenty of cans. Okay, and, um, but it was, it was... You were talking about earlier about the, the beer community coming together. The amount of times that... You know, I, I had brewers call me, hey, I need some cans. You got any cans? Or we started one, at least one brewery. Yeah, one brewery, two kind of. We started putting their beer in cans for them last year during the shutdown because they, mm. they didn't have an option. And it was like, well, we can, we need right. things to do. 
because I'm trying to employ my guys that only kind of have yeah. like half a job. Right. And you guys need product to sell. So this is a That's great little thing yeah. here. It's like, hey, we can make your beer here. We can can it. And then you guys have product to sell. And we have product to brew. And like a scratchy scratch. Symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, I hey, like this the is symbiotic. Good. Um, and it's continued since COVID where, where it works out great. And it but sounds those relationships, weird. But it's, I mean, fast forward 10 years, you never know. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, that's, that is the beauty. And again, it comes back down to the brand. It comes back down to the culture. That's, you're doing the right thing because that's what we do. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, there's only, there's a few bridges I like to burn, but mostly I like to leave them alone because you mm. never know. You God, never know. And there's so a few fun, bridges. That I'm sure it is. I, I, it is I, so fun. I, 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 I catch myself like I want, you know, you know, like, I want to do this, but I really should. I'd like to, I, I think of more like bridge over the river Kwai. Right, it's not necessarily burning it; it's dynamite. Okay, I was gonna say blowing that fucker up. Yeah, yeah. it's dynamite. Yeah, I'm blowing. You know what I'm blowing up right now? Your bladder. Boise Metalworks. Boise Metalworks. Yeah, did you see my post about that? No, I didn't. Yeah, I'm blowing them up. Anybody listening? Don't use them. Whoa, whoa, time out! Oh, I thought this was like a like. A, I thought you had a real. No, sponsor. this is uh, this is, this a, is an anti sponsor. This is an anti sponsorship. I am in a war with them right now. And hold on a second. Let me let me cue the music for this. It's. The anti-sponsorship. Yep. yep. So, anyways, yeah. They, but it's like, yeah. I'm not. I just, let me get this out, and then we can move on. Uh, don't use Boise Metalworks. The end. Okay. So that's it. <laughs> Boom. Go leave shitty Google reviews for them. I'm gonna. I'm I, gonna pivot. You this. can't really attack them on their Facebook page anymore because they. After I went after them and got the GFY guys on them, yeah. they they've pretty much backed off of their Facebook page and blocked all of us. So we can't really say anything, but you got a reputation manage that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pivot. But burning that. bridges is fun. I'm just I'm saying pivot it's a good that time. into this. So are there ever times where you have to do that? Where you're, you're managing that type of stuff. Like shitty your, Google reviews, yeah, your reputation. So the, again, back to the marketing thing, your reputation management's a big deal, right? You get some douchebag Karen on Yelp. What's the dude version of Karen? Um, so here's what's funny. My son's, my son's name's Gavin, and we heard that Gavin was the. Gavin, I don't know. I've heard. So oh. uh, Andy Frizella is another shout out to Andy Frizella, yep. the MF CEO, Real AF. He's upon another. He's my favorite podcast. One of my favorite podcasts. He he talks. They they refer to Gavin as the. That's their name, I, and I think it's funny because my son's I like yeah, I per, I tend to go with Chucky. I just you're Chucky. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I call yeah. them Karens, even if they're Karen. Men. Karen is actually yeah. probably better. I think it's like, even actually better. Actually, it's worse it's like, for a dude. Like, right, yeah, like, like what calling a Karen. dude Karen. That's actually that's probably worse than being <laughs> whatever Karen. <laughs> I do. Like um, well, I'll shout at my wife again. Um, she deals with most of the the the, the, the people. <laughs> she does all um, the shit. people. <laughs> yeah, it, people are great. Um. And that's the end of our podcast. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> you know, it, it's, I mean, everyone's got a fucking opinion and, and sometimes you should share and sometimes you should shut up. And, and that's, uh, that right there. That's a good slogan. Sometimes you should share. Sometimes, sometimes you shut, shut up. the fuck up. How about that? And if you agree with that, you can, you know, tell me to shut up right now. Um, that's a five-star rating right there. That's All the next thumb. t-shirt. Pay it brewing. Sometimes you should share. Sometimes you shut the fuck up. I'll wear that. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it, it's like, I mean, I'm not, I'm going to go on a little tangent here without, hopefully we don't get too far down the rabbit hole, but I mean, the internet's like the best invention of this 
whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. invented like not in the 21st century, but basically, yeah. you know. Shout out Al Gore. <laughs> yeah. Al, Al, Al Gore invented the internet and it was like the best and worst invention ever. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's like the. Agreed. I love social media because you can, like, I don't know, it's social media. You can be social. Oh, yeah. I hate social media because everyone has a fucking opinion. Yeah. And, and they get to tell it with to everybody. Consequences. And everyone has a platform. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? That's good for them, but also. I kind of like, um, I kind of like, there's yeah. this guy I know, his name is Trevor Brown, and he'd like to introduce the punch in the face back to reality. I just think it'd be so good if our society just went back to punching people in the face. Like, yeah. Oh, you should you should see the Pat Mac- McAfee show uh, clip Pat. where he's just showing people get punched in the face. Yeah. That was Dude, great. I love Pat McAfee show. <laughs> Shout out to Pat McAfee. Yeah, Pat McAfee's awesome. <laughs> Sponsor love, as well. There's another sponsorship. <laughs> oh, take. you're going to say that out loud? Let me punch you in your just face. Just fucking punch people, dude. Like, there's just, we're missing... <laughs> So much in society if you just fucking punch me. Like road rage. I drove down from McCall today, and this fucking person was one of those people that does 25 through the windies, right? Shit, through the canyon. Fuck, I'm sorry. Soon as, I, was, I was on 55 today, too, dude. I'm sorry. Soon as <laughs> you are a jerk. Soon as they get to a passing lane, <laughs> fucking Mario fucking Andretti. Oh, yeah, 85 he, miles an hour oh, in a passing lane. Oh, what? my God. And then right back down to 20 miles an hour through the canyon. Boop, boop, boop. You get to one thing and it says, big fucking sign. By the way, all our listeners, if you have more, that there's a sign that says law. If you're holding up more than three cars, you must pull over and let everyone buy you. Everyone buy you. Not not three, not one or two, not seven. All the motherfuckers buy you. You don't get to just pull out to a slow lane and then let every fucking person, you know, three people and then pull back in. No. Anyways, this person went past every single slow turnout on Highway 55 today. Yeah. I got to pass her finally. It was a chick driving this friggin' big truck with the pulling, it had a car hauler on it. Anyway, and... I finally passed her when we get to the two lane right at the Boise County line. And I'm like, I mean, I hammered it and just went by I've, her. I've ridden with you. Gave her the, yeah, gave, her, salute? G- gave her the salute just to let her know she's Good number driving, one. Ma'am. And, uh, oh my God, I just hate it. I just wanted to pull. So here's what you would fix in driving. If you just pulled over and you just followed her. And then when she stopped, you just got out and punched her in the face. She would, and then you say, but you don't just punch her. You say, hey, that was because you didn't pull over in the slow turnout. I love That's you. a learning it's moment. Out it's out of love. A, no, I so don't. It's a I don't. Punch. I just want to punch her. But the next that time she's driving and everyone. she's got all those people in her rear view mirror, she doesn't do that. She's like, God, last time that guy punched me in the face. Right? Lesson learned. And yes, I did talk about punching a woman, but I'm all about equality. I mean, I was I was about to say like, wh- hey, has the, the has the Trevor the Brown like bail fund um, <laughs> started start yet? With, because uh, I'm just saying, <laughs> I am all about equality. Call double trouble. Call double trouble. Sixty five two. Man, the guy that wrote that ad, amazing. It's still playing. It's uh, been running for nine years. Yeah, I just uh, yeah. You've probably heard it. So I just think if if somebody would it be even better is (laughs) they're the worst, but I remember. But the best, right? Oh God, that jingle, but I know it. Yeah, you you drive by some truck for I'm not gonna give shameless plugs here, but of something you listen to, you know, here on sports radio, and you're like, I should call them. I know their song. I know their song, and I don't even have to look up the number because I know it from the jingle. Like, oh, I hate you, but thank you. But I know, and they need punched in the face too. Everyone needs a good punch in the face. Ooh, anyway, I got okay. punched in the face in junior But high. wouldn't it be great if you could like track down the Karen that you know leave some opinion on, and you're just like, just go knock on there. It's like, a, hi, hi, yeah, we got your Google review, and just punch him in the face. 
And I, don't, like, it's, you know, it, I don't know how well that would work in the real world, but for a podcast imaginary land, I think that's a great I, idea. I tell my kids all the time, if I ever get terminally ill, look the fuck out, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do shit like that. Would you... I, I'll track people down. Hold on a second. If we, if you do, I mean, this is horrible and really, really dark. But can we make a documentary? Fuck yeah! Record it. It'll be like I want to like, make yeah, a documentary. I will watch it. I'll film. I'll first direct. Of all, I'll, uh, we're in. First of all, I don't wish I'm that. I'm gonna on take you. my truck with that big fucking bumper on it and the big bumper on the back and the big brush guard on the front, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna drive Highway 55. That's all you're gonna do? Yeah. For probably a couple months. I don't know. It depends on how long I'm gonna live, but like I would divide up a good portion of my time left driving highway 55 and i would ram cars that were not pulling over i would just ram them and shove them off the road into the and river? that would be like my job into the what river <laughs> not the, i'm not looking to kill anybody i'm He's not trying to give me a plug here it's a pair sorry i was excited i'm just sitting here thinking about i'm just sitting here thinking about ramming cars off the road i was so excited Obviously, I was in my there's a marketing world. guy over here oh, and there's man. a road rage over here <laughs> I don't know. That, I don't know that this is as a marketing person. I don't know if this is a good tie-in. Your wife is like, get that guy off of the podcast. I don't know that it's. A, I don't know that you want to tie your company to me ramming people into it's a It's all river. about the context. 50 years from now, they'll sure. be like, Trevor Brown they, was an inspiration they, for all. They say he there's no such thing as bad marketing. Pat Bruin does not <laughs> endorse the use of bumpers to run people off the road <laughs> even if it is into the payette river <laughs> correct <laughs> oh my just saying i'm gonna have a good time it's a brilliant moment god, on this hope, people better pray to god i never get terminally ill they better hope i just die there, quickly there in my is sleep. a karen writing a review right now oh, yeah. i am offended by the fact that you would use violence and in turn incorporate it into pay it brewing that's the greatest thing about our listeners i mean we get a lot of fucking comments i've never we have not had one complaint because not yet else turns we, we might have just got I work on it all the time like i am constantly working on it what, what if that never. what if that gal was driving slow because she was trying to listen to your podcast oh would you fuck. feel like you're a huge ass no, right i don't now? fucking care she's I'll, dying I will laughing unsubscribe her myself i do not want that person listening i'm to me. sorry i slowed down in the curves i was laughing so hard at this nope. podcast nope if you're listening to this podcast and you drive fast on the turn on the passing lanes and slow through the curves unsubscribe i don't want you listening to this podcast <laughs> you're not my people or if you don't put your shopping cart back if you don't put your shopping cart back unsubscribe i don't want you in my i don't want you in here wow. i will co-sign both of those things <laughs> can i get a second second uh motion is best <laughs> i don't have a sound effect of a gavel but imagine it in your imagination Okay, where are we so at? We were talking internet comments, but you know, I'll just, I'll just, you know, just don't read them. But someone yeah. has to. I don't know. Your wife has to, huh? Does she get? A, yeah. Does she get? Does she take it personally? As a oh, no, as an I owner, mean, technically, the, like, like she's so, like sometimes. Like, sometimes they're not like, the marketing person, the owner side of her. Does she like? Hey, that's my husband or my company or whatever. What's like, the worst ever, one you've seen where you're like, what? Where, oh. where it's like, I'm gonna punch somebody in the face. What's the worst one? I don't know. I probably haven't read those. I <laughs> she shelters you. Yes, yeah. I mean, you know like, honestly, look. like most of it, don't it's, it's you just you just don't respond. Um, hit the jackpot. There's some pretty funny ones that I've we've seen some emails come through where you're like, that guy's wasted and <laughs> he's <laughs> drunk. Like, you frame him, print like, him, and frame him. You can't even read what you're saying. I think I understand what you're saying. He's either um, not from this country or he's real drunk. One of the two, or both. Maybe. 
Yeah, well, you come a brewery, you get thick skin really fast because everyone has a fucking opinion. It, and that's not even true of the beer, or unique to the beer industry, but everyone's like, yeah. this beer sucks. And you're like, well, this just won a gold medal in this competition, so you can just go pound sand. So, <laughs> I'll see you uh, later. So you basically, you're like, well, I don't really. Mm. You know. Sold quite um, a few of them. They, people disagree. So, you know, it's a. Uh, I don't just bash on people. Like people have, they everyone's welcome to say what they want, and you know sometimes that's, you just kind of ignore it and you move on. There's beauty in that, right? I think it's when you start engaging is where you get yourself in trouble mm, because then, then emotion gets in there and you start like, yep. you start chirping, and then you say what you want to say, and then when you say what you want to say, you probably get in trouble. Well, oh, oh, this proposing is, for a picture. Yeah, this is this is a great moment right now. This is a great moment in radio. We have a we have a. Oh, we're posing for a picture. Oh, yeah. oh there yours, we go. With yours. Yeah. Oh, hey, we're doing the same thing. Uh, by the way, this portrait. is okay, there. really oh, good. Portrait mode. Oh, so fucking funny. Yeah. Sunny. Do it with the P <laughs> this way, bud. Mark oh, so the guy. There you go. There you go. Yeah, oh, right there. there. Hold it. Make your wife proud. Okay. There you go. I love it. Okay. I can't um, see the front of the can from the back of the can. That's hard to do. That's you can't teach that. That's just raw talent. Um, I think we can kind of wrap her up. Um. I mean, that's probably a, a good a idea, up. but I'm just—I'm just, I'm really enjoying myself. Oh, you got a wrap? Yeah. You've been thinking about this. Let's put this away. Hold on. Yeah, you're <laughs> a lot of effort. So actually, I, I have a question for you guys. Oh, yeah. whoa, whoa! A reciprocation. I like it. Once, but yeah, I, I know. I, I prepared for things. <laughs> um, but that didn't mean I, I looked up your podcast on yeah. on. Um, <laughs> you left a shitty review, the... didn't you? <laughs> no, I actually looked it up. <laughs> like, on, uh, fucking punch you in the one face. One star, barely. I looked it up on Apple Podcasts and I couldn't find it, so <laughs> I felt like it, uh, <laughs> well you spelled played. it wrong. There's a W in front of Reek, yeah, but W R E A K. Yeah, okay. Spelling's well, hard. I was going to give you guys a compliment, and I was like, "Oh shit, I can't <laughs> find." it. I was like, "Well, your number like 500 in in awesome podcasts." Yeah, there we go. Um, but <laughs> I, I couldn't find it, so it's I'm like sorry. Top thousand. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. It's global. Okay, I mean, I did this in like for the 30 seconds. I'll sit in my truck outside right. of the your house, so I didn't really go way prep. Yeah, I, pre- I, pre- I, pre- I prepped hard for this. Um, so back to my point about a question is, um, will you guys be li- uh, you should do like a live show or, or just like a um, a car wash? That's what they call it on ESPN. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, the mothership. Can't say the their mothership. name. Yeah, um, yeah, it is what it is. During GFY. <laughs> oh, you, just, you're talking like you yeah. got five minutes, like eh, five minutes is too long for some of those guys. Yeah. Um, like 30 seconds. Dude, that and would just, be... And just, just it, run it churn and it's burn. It's old so the, equi- the equipment was in my truck at last year's GFY, and it never came we out. Know. But so, we, we had it there, because we could I'm, take I'm thinking, like, post-round, I mean... Like, 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 like hey, last year is, like, uh, I don't know that I really remember the first time I met you. Yeah. Not I not because I'm old. Hug you harder. N- no, not because I'm old. And I forgot. I just drank too much. Yeah, probably. Probably. I think the first You are a professional. Yeah. I think. Well, no, probably wasn't the first time we met, but we played together at McCall. Uh, or we were on a team that's together. That's I hardly remember that. Yeah, and you, that's you how did good drink we played. Hard. That's how you good did we played. We were great. Was that the same? Team? I think. I think we won because I played. Or like, now we I got think? second or something. I don't know. No, because no, you won. might have been on. I've, Me and I've won Alex many many times, and I think you, you might have been on three times. Am I winning? I've won. Did you win? I've won in people's heart. Do you remember winning? No, I didn't win. I'm, when, are you kidding okay, me? I'm a, I'm a you, wasn't the, you and I played together. Yeah, we probably didn't win. But that did we play with Alex? Because we came in like third. Which yeah, is totally. Pretty close. To I don't know, is there place. a trophy? Is the, the yeah, like, the, that's yeah. like second loser. We got some of our money back. It was great. Yeah, I don't think I was on that team. I've never got money back. No. <laughs> never got. No. I only lost money. <laughs> no, all, I, all I do is lose. I think if it is uh, investment. <laughs> in I friendship. do think we should do that, though. Like a, I, All right. 
I'm in. Like we set up so, on the 18th green and we just have, as they're coming off, can we talk to you for just a second? Tell us how yeah. you played today. Wait, we can't do that because we have to play. So you're the first group. So we get in the first group though. That means we have to play together. Uh, that means you might win. win. We're going to win. We're going to win. Prophetic. Put See, it in your depends. notebook. It's all draft. Put it's it in your draft. notebook. Yeah. Put it in the notebook. We're champions. So we will, we will figure this out somehow. I think we can do like a post interview. I think we make this happen. We'll talk to the Godstoffer and have him line yeah, we'll, us up. We'll figure it out. It's just it would logistics. be great. I'm, I'm picturing it more like a, you know, Bob Maneri is the uh, Menery, Bob Menery, the guy that does the, the, like the fake voice. He's got the great voice, but he does, it's all fake shit. Like he, he was out with John Daly last night. Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> Fucking trannies and doing like, it's like all this he like makes up all these commentaries to real videos and it's fucking hilarious and he's good could do, yeah oh he's amazing he's, very he's got good. a great voice but he's uh yeah we could do something like that so here's, here's where i want to go out on because this is what i so you've got a very i mean like you look at what you've done from you know uh boeing to now and you look at what you've got it's freaking amazing what's next i mean what do you do like what do you i mean are you do you First of all, Mike do you just 2. let it roll? I mean, do you just like, fuck, let's just see what happens? Are you a, Are you still writing in that book? Do you have a new book? Are you like, hey, I want to take over the world kind of shit? Or is it like, dude, we're doing really, really well here, and we're just going to keep plugging along? Like, what is the? what do you do, man? Because, I mean, you always want more. That's, that's how you're successful is because you've never been satisfied with where you're at, right? Stick. So are you wanting to go bigger? Because the beer world... I mean, we joked about it, but like 10 barrel, you know, everyone's kind of shit on them when they sold well, is, out. Right. Is that a win? It, it, it is when you're the fucking sitting there staring down the barrel of $10 million or whatever. I, well, I don't even know what they fucking got. I, but I, I don't know. It, I mean, when you're, when someone's waving at, you know, 10 or 20 or $30 million check in front of your face and everyone's like, Oh, you got to stick to being a you local brewer out. and don't sell out. Okay, real easy to say when you're a shitty brewer, you know, like if you're, but like, what's I don't the, know, man, what's, what's your win? thought process? Where are you at in that? Because you're kind of an in-between. You're not a little guy. You're not fucking Anheuser-Busch. So where are you at and where does the company oh, go from man, here? That's the loaded question because asking hard questions on the Wreak Havoc podcast. But it's kind of what you yeah. want. Well, I'm not saying what you think is going to happen as much as what you want to happen. Do you want to get bigger or are you just really cool where you're at? Oh, shit, I don't know. It depends on the day. No. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Depends on how much beer I drank um, or if I had whiskey. Uh, <laughs> We're taking over the world. We're streaking the quads. <laughs> yeah. 18th green at GFY, it'll be a different, different answer. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, we're just, uh, you know, there's always something new coming down and more things to do. It doesn't necessarily something new and more doesn't necessarily mean bigger or okay, you know, yeah. it just in a seltzer you're going to do seltzers is that what uh, it is no we're not doing seltzers <laughs> <laughs> it's this um, new thing Everybody. barely barely in the marketplace oh seltzers barely in the marketplace. <laughs> yeah. you ever heard of them uh, yeah. you know i mean you know, going back to the whole like bullshit that you know people were the only reason the beer category grew is seltzers are considered beer um, beer actually beer beer not seltzer beer 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 like actual beer um did not grow last year so uh, you can just take that nugget and uh and and wonder where seltzers are going um 
But no, Mama, no. mommy juice. It's mommy juice. It's a little bell curve and back down. Uh, yeah, you always, always in any industry, especially something that's as competitive as beer and that's been around as long, is if you're not innovating, if you're not trying something new, you're gonna fall into obscurity. That's right. You know, there's been what did I say? There's like eight thousand some breweries. There's been thousands more breweries that have existed and now don't exist. So right. If I were to sit here and say, "Yeah, we're good. We're just gonna chill." It'd be five years from now. You'd be like, "Hey, Mike, tell me about your new startup because your last one fucking fell on his face." Because <laughs> uh, I wouldn't know anything else. Be like, "Well, what do I do now? I start a new business, I guess, and try to not fail." Um, so yeah, I don't know. There's 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 always something. Yeah, I just can't like you know sit still. I got to keep doing something. Right. I mean, this I'm sitting you, in this chair is like this has been a long time. Like I'm impressed. Uh, We're almost done. We're almost done. Yeah. No, that's fine. If I'm we do like, a if we do like, so do you? From a brewing standpoint, are you talking about like going into? Is, are you constantly changing? You know the 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 beers you make, right? Like recoil or like I mean, there's certain obviously. How many have you changed out? Like I mean, do you still so like Flyline, Summer Flyline mm. is a good summer you know, thing. Beers. Like, like, do you change out like certain things and be like, oh, like Flyline didn't sell out? You know, we're gonna just drop that line and. Or once you start making one, do you always make it? Or, I mean, what's, how do you? It depends. It, you know, if you, we've, we've killed, killed, that sounds bad. Uh, we've, we've, uh, discontinued. Put on hiatus. Just, you know, they're, they went into, like, forest retirement. Put on uh, pause. They went and lived on a farm. They went to the pasture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like that. You know, we had a few beers that have done that. That doesn't mean they won't come back. The big boy uh, in the sky. But again, it's, if you, you know, like, Sofking that I'm drinking, that, yeah. It's our top selling beer now. It didn't exist 14 months ago. Right. So, is that you know, what kind of feeds your? I mean, does that get you your the ADD of like constantly wanting to do something new? Is a new beer? It's not it always necessarily new beer. have to be it's, a new a business that just needs to be a new. I mean, there's so many levels. It's yeah. I mean, whether it's just a new beer, whether it's new marketing side of it, right. whether it's new product lines, whether it's a new event. Like, there's uh-huh. always something different you can do to get people excited. That, so, um, is Black Friday coming back this year? Oh, we, hell yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I love that. VIP status. I'm not, and I'm straight. Right I mean, fully, everybody knows that, listen to this, I'm not a beer guy. I do not miss fucking Black Friday. It's good. It, it is fucking I, great. Oh, I yeah. love it, dude. I'm not going to lie. I all puked those in your, beers. <laughs> in your oh pussy my God. Front. I did it. I did it up. Yeah, it was a good I time. Did. I should have eaten yeah. more. Oh, that's yeah. coming back, though. Octoberfest oh, awesome. is coming back. It's it's. Thank you. I don't know where our listeners are, but as far as this city's concerned, is like we back, baby. Oh yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. I like it. Well, that's awesome, man. We're we're super stoked. I I'll tell you what I, you know, seeing it from, I mean, obviously not the beginning, beginning, but you know, seeing it from that first place to the second place and see what you've done is super impressive. I mean, you should just be. I mean, be proud. Be proud, man. Mm-hmm. I I I'm I. I'm a business geek. Like you nerd out about beer stuff. I nerd out about business stuff and I've used you as an example in so many different ways, you know, behind your back without your authorization. Uh, I've, I've told people about it. I just, I just am so impressed with the way you've taken it and, and continued to grow the brand. I mean, it's everything. You're you're the clothing line. So I didn't even get to get into that. My daughter, her whole senior year of high school, she wore a pay it brewing hoodie, the whole every fuck I'm like wash that fucking hoodie but she stole it from me it was like literally 
I got it like at a you know because back yeah I remember I used to be skinnier and so anyways I remember those uh, days. and uh, my skinnier days I had this paper and it didn't, medium it was it didn't fit anymore but it was like it was the one that had the p on the on the hood and stuff and she, yeah. She fucking loved that thing. She wore it every day. I'm like, I don't know if a high school kid should be wearing a, a pay it brewing shirt, but she loved the brand, right? So I mean, it just it just talks to what your brand is and how people love just the name and everything about. It. So you're doing an amazing job, and we have been literally have said from the very beginning of this mm-hmm. podcast that we wanted to have you on because it was like a connection to somebody that we think has done a very big thing. And we're so, fans, we're yeah, fans. we're big big fans of pay it brewing, and so congratulations on everything that you've done uh it's it's pretty awesome so yeah yeah everyone the whole crowd all the studio Every, audience hey, is studio clapping audience. Yeah. the studio audience keep it down out feet. there keep it down probably we're just about wrapped up there's one gal just took her top off it she was did amazing. keep oh, she threw it she's, she's got a great arm somebody googled cans cans do it okay and then, so, then they drove like 25 in the curves <laughs> like, <laughs> she's got a great arm but, but she's she got her shirt off in the offset uh, oh. One of our one of our final elements of the Wreak Havoc podcast, we talk about mentoring, parenthood, that type of stuff. So as you are 14 years into the journey of Pay It Brewing, there are people out there with ideas written in notebooks. What's your encouragement? What do you tell those people that are like, I've got this idea and I want to make it, I want to make it a thing. What do you tell them? Um, well, one thing I've, I've, I've told a lot of people cause I've gotten a lot of advice in my day and I've, I've written a lot of things in that notebook. Um, really I, the main thing is listen to everyone's advice and ignore most of it, <laughs> including <laughs> this potentially. I like uh, it. I like like it. <laughs> No, I mean, everyone has a fucking, going yeah. back to opinions. Yeah, everyone, right. everyone has an opinion. Yeah. I got me a belly button. Well, yeah. let me tell you. And like, an opinion. You know what they should do is they should put a thing on the side of the can to say you can shotgun it easier. It's like, well, you're a moron. You can't make a can that way, but yeah. Yeah, okay. cool, cool like, idea. Thanks. Like, okay, cool. I was 21 too. I thought the same thing. <laughs> um, every college kid's be like, they should put an opener on the side of the can so you can shotgun without using a knife or a key. And you're like, well, actually, that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, but And it's so much cooler when you stab it with something. I mean, oh, come yeah. On. But, you know, it's, it's part of the It'd be easier. Genre. And you're like, well, that's, that's a great example. It's part of, of the like, art form. Your idea is dumb. <laughs> like... So I know I would have enjoyed that, but listen you know, to the ideas. You know. Don't have to take them. Exactly. That and fuck it, do it. Yeah. Actually, don't, I I don't know. Don't work at Boeing is. if you don't want to work at Boeing. Yeah, that's not. You know, the I mean, no regrets. No, there that you go. and everybody wang chung tonight. <laughs> those two things. I love that. That's a, that's a walk off. You know, right I there. was thinking about that's what I was going to do tonight. Drop. Podcast followed by a little Wang Chun. Yeah. yeah. Like Thank you, Mike Francis, <laughs> for the wisdom. <laughs> I'm going to be Googling baby that. Baby Jesus. What exactly does that mean? <laughs> I hope I didn't say anything that's illegal. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like five listeners. Yeah, we'll get it. Sorry, six. Seven. Five million. My mom. <laughs> Yeah, she counts. Yeah. She's Googling Wang oh, Chung shit. Your right mom listens to this? I oh, She's man. like, preach it. Wang Chung that shit. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That was the record scratch. That was your mom. That was. <laughs> Let's not talk about my mom. Come on. All right, everybody. Havoc Partners on Instagram. Hit us up. That's our best DM. And let us know what you want to hear. 
Let us know how awesome Mike was. Michael Joseph Francis! Well done! Mm-hmm. You remembered that. That's that's slightly terrifying. That is. I'm weird. He didn't drink enough. Nope. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate you. And uh, until next time. It's a good podcast. I like this. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. All right. We're just going to let the music go out. Yeah. Feel the beat. That goes on now. No, you're still on. Nope. Oh, there I am. Nope. And uh, no. you're gone.